This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to this week's episode of NRL Boom Rookies. Alongside with me, he's in a beanie, it's Matt Bungard. Uh, my good friend bought me this beanie. I'm sorry but to hear. But he's not my friend. friend this week. Oh, well, he's that's my enemy. That's good for you. Saturday at about 9.45. I wouldn't want to be my friend either. Yeah. Uh, he's You're here. more of a colleague. Uh, no one gets paid <laughs> either. Acquaintance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off, Bungard. We're not going to your baby shower. <laughs> uh, and Mitch is here as well. He's, uh, he's wearing an albatross around his neck this week. An albatross? I mean, I'm wearing the, the Broncos jersey. Whatever. <laughs> That's an albatross. Yes. Uh, how was everybody's week? We're yeah, all good. happy and dandy. Fantastic. Yeah. Pickle, Pickles is chill. He's not zooming. He, uh, he's had another fake injury over the weekend. Too. I did notice he was hobbling in the kitchen. He, fake um, news. Well, he, he did, a, did an ACL for about five minutes and he's fine again. He pulled it. He pulled it. Like, I don't want to rip into this guy the, the week it is, but he pulled a Dukes. Oh. He was on the ground screaming. Wow. And then all the five minutes later, like, you know what? This is sweet. <laughs> did he did he come out in the post match and tell everybody about his knee when he was on the painkillers, like your boy, <laughs> like my boy A Rod? No, he didn't. Have you ever given pickles a vodka cruiser? Uh, I have not, but okay. I have. He does like tropical fruits. Well, there you so go. keep that in mind. Probably, for Christmas. probably would be. Does he like rooftops? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But he does like mangoes. A, is there a people's favourite. Well, that's, anyway. that's good. Speaking of man, <laughs> speaking of mango, the man goes down to Melbourne on Friday night. Oh, Melbourne twenty nine, South Sydney twenty eight. I apologise. Really is end of season bullshit. Jesus Christ, <laughs> oh. lads, please. Oh, I thought it was well, finally the day. Me too. I really did. I felt for we you. Got, like, I Melbourne, hated it. Melbourne copper Doug call at home for the first time in history with that forward pass. And we still still blew it. Mm. Fuck. Mm. Fuck. Mm. I was just... Yeah. Oh, blew it really, is, a, is a good way of putting it. Really yeah. frustrating. There's, there's, they, they, they did enough in the sort of middle... Like outside the 20s at both ends. They dominated in that area. And then just sort of blew it. Had plenty of chances to put the game to bed. Just a little bit naive at times. And the storm, they just don't die. They don't. You came out with a pretty effective game plan, and it obviously didn't last a full eighty because you never can. But you know, you, you targeted Addo Car Reynolds is back, putting those swirling bombs up like it was 20, 2014 again, and it, when it was working early, you're really aggressive and you're yeah. turning the ball over down Melbourne's end, and you just thought, "Jesus, this, this might actually the South might do this one." As you said, it's like they're forcing mistakes, getting on top of the storm, winning the battle in the middle. But the Storm had guys stand up on the periphery that don't really usually do that kind of stuff. But they had guys like Brody Croft. What are you yeah. playing good for? They had, they had like Felice Cafusi, you know, putting hits on. He, he doesn't do that. He smashed Sam Burgess, which forced an error off a kickoff as well. When yeah. they just fallen behind, I think they scored off the ensuing set yeah. and went and, ahead. And Brody Croft's like, he's like basketball. It's, it's not the same thing. It's not run or pass or jump or shoot. It's like, as long as he doesn't have to do anything but run, he's good. Yeah. <laughs> he can't pass, he can't kick, he can't hey, tackle. He, he put in he a great b- kick. But he can bloody run. <laughs> that was a, that was an open field kick for Vunavala to run on. That that was backbreaking, and to concede two tries like that—one on the last play of the first half, and one with five minutes to go in the second half—it's just. <sighs> yeah, we had a couple of players this weekend probably saved their worst performances for for the wrong time. Oh, and, and Sammy, Sammy's lucky it's not an elimination final, but he hasn't played worse maybe ever. He had, uh, I think, uh, ten goofs, which was a combination of. Um, 
penalties, errors, and missed tackles. That's a lot of goofs. Only yeah. Corbin Sims had as many this weekend. Wow. Yeah, and then that's also, not a stat you want to be equaling. And no. I mean, yeah, Sam was the one that, that uh, Brody Croft caught out for that break as well. I did see a great. I I, I didn't I, as bad as Sam was, and yeah, Sam missed the tackle on that Croft break. You're right. I, as bad as he was, I did enjoy a people saying, "Oh, well, look at the big contract they gave him. Like it was a bad idea to lock Sam Burgess up long term. Like he's not a great player." And B, people saying that South would have been better without him, which is also That's ridiculous. Insane. That's a silly take. I think I think he's one of the few people that people seem to accept when he has bad games, he's still good for that team. I guess there were some takes you're saying there, but like he had, he definitely, in my mind, had to have a spell at one point because yeah. he was losing his and, mind and, and this, making mistakes. This was rookie head coach Anthony Seabold's really first misstep, maybe of the whole year, was not using two bench players. I mean, not using Heimel Hunt, I can kind of get, but you know, for, you can chuck him on for 10 minutes on an edge or something, like yeah. for te- like, if someone's tired. And then to not use Dean Britt at all, when, as you said, Sam Burgess clearly needed to calm the fuck down and go off for a few minutes. And mm. uh, Yeah, but no, he didn't. And they only used two forwards. And Jason, uh, of the two they used, Cam Murray played big minutes and he was outstanding. Uh, but Clark barely played as well. So really, they only used like one and a half bench guys for a yep. final away to Melbourne, which to me is crazy. Yeah, I mean, you had Cook, uh, Sutton, Burgess, Sam Burgess play 80. Crichton would have played 80 if he didn't go off for 10 minutes for injury. And then you had George and Tom play 45 each. Like, that's big for those guys. And I know they can handle it on some occasions, but you feel like you go into a final down there and the way things were going, you know, you'd planned quite well in the first half, but that second half, you needed to change something up, freshen up Sam. Yeah. And I would have brought something on. And I know, I know. again, with Crichton going down, you think it changed your plans. But Dean Britt's an edge player anyway. Like, throw him there for 10 minutes. Clark and uh, goes Clark can play lock and Sam comes off. Sam comes yeah. off and comes back yeah. like on, re-energised perhaps. But yeah, he definitely didn't uh, save his best for last. He, he's just one of those players that just needs to... Sometimes he just needs five minutes to just sit down and just be like, mate. But you know, it's, it's what makes him such a great player on other days. So It is. And I'm not, Ad- uh, yeah. Adam Reynolds' kicking game was on absolute fire in this God, game. But my yeah. lord, did he get hit many a time. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Like, Latrell Mitchell's going to get suspended for that crusher and fine. But it was a crusher, but... The fact the Storm escaped this game with no charges is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, Greg Inglis got his arm pulled out of his socket. The below-knee tackle I'm, on I'm, Adam Reynolds. I'm yeah. shocked that Adam Reynolds still has functioning legs. He got hit a bunch of times. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just it, uh, you know, we've talked about this before. They just seem, the Storm just seem to get a little, uh, uh, just get away with stuff. The rubber the green. Get away with. The rubber the green, definitely. It's not, I, I just don't get it, Dale. Like, yeah. the, like who, who's watching what? Bromwich did to Greg Inglis and being like, no, nah, that's not a penalty. And who's on the MRC watching that and being like, no, nah, that's not worth a suspension when Latrell's been charged for something that, to me, was far yeah. less of a crime. And I mean, the the Reynolds point that you were making is like, this is they've, they've spoken so much about having to try and protect players when they're in vulnerable positions, especially when they're either kicking or they have already released the ball to pass. Like, I mean, to the point where they changed a rule this year to protect players after they've released the ball. Yeah. And then you see tackles like that, and you kind of go, "What can he watch?" I was shocked he stayed on the field. I mean, yeah. credit, credit and credit to him for doing yeah. so because it, that happened just before half time. I didn't think he was going to come back on. He didn't take the conversion attempt when South scored with about five. Yeah, to go he and looked half. cooked. And then he came back out. He played, and you know, he put that kick on a dime for Greg Inglis, and just in general was quite good. Um, yeah, you know, I don't know what else to say. Is, is it the, you know, the game plan was really good for the most part, and they just gave up two long range tries and. You know, didn't really press Munster on that field goal attempt. It was a, a, a agricultural field goal. 
It was a, it was a wobbler. Enough. It was like it just it reminded me of that Kirk Gidley one against the Broncos all those yeah. years ago. It was exactly like it's just an ugly duck that didn't look like I had a prayer, and then suddenly it's oh look, it's over the crossbar. He hasn't got much of a kicking game, so that his his attitude with that one is quite clear. It was like hit this thing as hard as I bloody can, and let's hope. Yeah, and that's it. He smacked the guts out of it. it. Was ugly, but it was low and it had power to it. Yeah. And wobbled its way there, and over it went. And uh, not a, not a glorious field goal, but. They all count. Oh, they just, don't, exactly. They don't write pictures on, don't draw pictures on the score sheet, you know. But it's just, they're just one of those teams, mate. Yeah, they had some favourable stuff in their way earlier. But even when the last 10 minutes, they got that forward pass incorrectly against them. South's got a head with, what, seven minutes to go. You can't be up. And the storm still, not only do they come back and win, they win in regulation. It's, yeah. like, it's yeah. not fantastic you know, from South's side. South's got the ball back after that try again before. I think they exchanged kicks once and then South had the ball again. You know, you've got the ball with five and a half minutes to go up, 28-22. You've got to win. Yeah. Uh, Storm though, pricks. I'm, I'm off them. <laughs> not, not in your not in your winners column this week. No. Yeah. I mean, they did win, but at what cost, Al? They uh, lost my respect. Well, I mean, that is the greatest <laughs> the prize of all. Trophy of all. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're all playing for, isn't it? Um, but you know, they, they they get the week off now. They'll play either the Sharks or the Panthers, and you have to think they'll be yeah. favourites for that game. I mean, if if they play the Sharks, I mean, this is going to be fan- fantastic. I mean that's I think what we're all we're all hoping for. We love a grind. We like to see teams hate each other, and uh, and that's what that would definitely be. Oh, Ben Hunter sunken with disappointment. When the pimps in the crib, ma, drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. I think we would be remiss. <laughs> I just wish I could laugh about this more because he went down the other end and scored a try two yeah. minutes later. Yeah. This is that most probably our most hotly debated drop of like a ton of the year. Cause uh, only because they won, though. That's, that's yeah. why. I mean, you guys locked it in in the group chat on Friday when it happened. I said, boys, let's wait for the weekend. But I've come it's back around. It's definitely the dumbest thing that happened, but it's they it. won, so it's tricky. There's but two, two other great contenders. Sam yeah. Burgess's game and Corbin Sims' game right up there, but mm. no one did anything. There was no, single, there was no there was individual no act of dumb-dumbness. That were rivals Suliasi Funavalu <laughs> turning around to the touch judge to argue a Robert Jennings offload while Greg Inglis dives over into the space that <laughs> Suliasi Funavalu would otherwise have been occupying. Like, walked out of the way where Joe was going to yell at the. At the if he didn't score that try just before half time, Craig Bellamy might have killed him. Yes. Yes, I might have taken him into the shed, peeled his skin off, and put it on somebody <laughs> and, else and in, in that dressing room, gone out himself. Like. My lord, what a moron! You know, you know that, show, <laughs> that that TV show, the the hole, right? You know that yeah. TV show that you you have to kind of the thing comes towards you have to move your body. Oh, That's yes. exactly yeah, yeah. what he did. He jumped through a Vunavalu shaped hole in a piece <laughs> of foam. Did. Just oh. like as we said, I mean, like Sims did some really dumb shit, including putting a man literally on his head this weekend. Yeah, uh, but man, like kids, play to the whistle, kids. Anybody? To be fair, out looking there? live, did any of you think you know? Jennings had offloaded that legally? Yes. Uh, no, I didn't. But yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah they, look at you, eagle eye roots. Well, he kind of just he. Th- it was the not... colour mate. Luke. Yeah, <laughs> he can see. He can see in high s- definition, but you can't see colours. All I yeah. saw was this arm. I couldn't see the you yeah. Know, jersey I thought he, he was passed wearing. off the ground off the first look, and then yeah, yeah I was like, oh look at that, it was, it's a try. It's a fantastic ball. Great ball by Bobby. Four tries. Mm. Um, playoff many, GI looked really good. How many tries did he get this week? Only one try. Oh well, yeah, I but mean, one assist. One assist. Very nice assist. And GI did look good. That left edge was humming. Yeah, in moments in this game, and then yeah, you had had Cam Murray, you know, again have a big performance on the on the big stage and bust that tackle and score that try. You just thought, yeah, it's, it's weird that you can lose a game and take heart from it. But I didn't look if they can get through this week. Mate, 
They're in the same spot as they would have been otherwise. You, you scored 28 points in Melbourne. That's <laughs> like, a good way of putting it. You're happy good with that. Point. And you lost. It's and you just... lost to you know two long-range tries that you don't concede most weeks. Yeah, Who was the last team to score 28 points in Melbourne and lose? Good question. Has it ever happened? Who knows? Mm. I don't know, but yeah, they don't often concede more than 20 anyway. But yeah, it was, you, you can, <laughs> the tries you can see, you know, you had some miracles, a Brody Croft kick for Vunivalu, and then you had the Adokar banana kick. Oh, the, that's my lord. Sport. For Chase Blair, you know what just, a try that was. That's it. Like you don't often say, and it's usually cop out that the, the side that performed better on the day lost the football game. But I felt like that in this one. Yeah. I felt like South were on top. Storm's kicking game was pretty average. They kicked a few dead. They shouldn't have kicked dead. Uh, South had field position, position more so. They they took their opportunities down there, and but the Storm scored some of those long range tries, which you wouldn't really think they're noted for, but they did that, and that's how they won the football game. Mm. Like they struck back when they had no right to on the counter. I'm sure if you didn't have a dog in this fight, you very much enjoyed this game. It, it was, was a, it was a, a fantastic. That was an absolute game. wreck by the end of it. Mm. As, you, as, you, as you should be. As you, yeah. But yeah, I do have feelings that this would be the grand final that we, we see. I think that was my pre-finals prediction: was that these two teams would play each other twice in this final series. I'm just stoked we can't play the Roosters in the grand final now. I don't have yeah. to deal with the stress of that occasion happening because it now can't. Yeah, and you've, you've kind of fallen okay for you in terms of it's you broken really the well. The Dragons without Widdop, and maybe like and we'll then, see if the Bell and Graham play. Yeah. They're both. And in, they, ba- yeah. in a bad way. And then you've, you've got Roosters. Ro- no. We'll see what happens in the match committee, but most likely... If without- he gets off, I'm going to... I, I'm going to march on NRL HQ. Yeah, like, like, what a joke that would be. Like, it, yeah. I didn't think there was much in it, but he very clearly did it, and yeah, he has and carried carry points. Mm. Like, I don't see how... I mean, I understand they have to argue. It's kind of like when Isaac Luke got suspended before the 2014 grand final. South challenged it. They had to, but no one realistically thought he was going to get off. Yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen here. And they won't have Napa. So you get a Dragons team without Widdop, maybe without Graham and DeBellum as well, Dale, and then you get a Roosters team without Napa without and Latrell Mitchell. Without their goal kicker. You know, and to, to, uh, to, uh, to Takiyaho, sorry, injured as well in the previous game. He's their backup goal kicker, so they won't be relying on Ferguson to kick goals yeah. in that occasion. Like, it's big outs. But anyway, yeah. we'll get to that when we yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we move on to uh, Saturday evening at... Uh, the Olympic Stadium in Sydney, Penrith, twenty-seven. New Zealand Warriors, twelve. Excuse me, I think you found it was New Zealand Warriors ten. Sydney Roosters four. Ah, pig. my apologies. Um, look, if you want to write this app, then you're more than welcome to. Uh, uh, quick, quick talk about the women's game. Oh, I was going to leave it to the end, but if oh, you want to cover, we do it in an order. We no, may as well. Right. I mean, great first game. I thought lots of big hits, mate. That which, w- game, which game? are we talking about? The, the women's game. Let's do the two women's games after. Yeah, leave the women's games to the end. No, no, let's keep going. Just roll into it. <laughs> we're, we're, leaning, we're leaning into live radio I like to do things here, chronologically. Sorry. Yeah, no, there, let's go. And that's why I'm hosting. Uh, anyway, yeah, Penrith, great. Warriors, not good without injured players. Um, who knew that a bloke that is probably going to win the Dally M coming out of your team will make your team less good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I for to one was To be fair, shocked. Penrith were already getting on top of them before that happened. Yeah, yeah. but they killed, they killed of the course yeah, it, so. Of course it did, but I think in the past we've been guilty of not giving Penrith enough credit, mm. and I would like to oh, no, right they now. They played great in this game, mate. Give yeah. Penrith credit, because I don't think, even with Tuivasa Shek out there, the Warriors had an answer for what Penrith brought in the last 70 or so minutes of that game. <laughs> the last 80 minutes. They were yeah. outstanding apart from that. Even in the first 10 minutes, a couple of, a couple of little mistakes put the Warriors in in front. And yeah, they were brilliant for the most of this yeah, game. They had Maloney gain, not a 40-20 in the end, but you know, force a 40-20. I'm counting it. Like, fuck, yeah, come you on. Tuvashashek puts the ball out and then they scored off the next set with a, with a tasty kick from uh, old, old Nathan Cleary. A yep. kind of weird outside of his foot chip floaty thing. Yeah. That peachy dive. Bad Mamalo was back in this game. Bad Mamalo was back in this game. Yeah. And then they had DWZ spot the, the ruck out of position and he charged up through the guts of Maloney support and they scored and mm-hmm. they were back in the game and then Tuvasa Shek goes off and yeah. they just they had control and they, and, they, and they seized it and the Warriors admitted after the game when the, you know your captain in the first place and your best player this year goes down their heads went down 
Yeah. And it was obvious. And then the, the but Penrith kept the foot in the throat and they played probably their best full performance yeah, in the entire I, season. I completely agree with that. Probably that, the, the other good best game of the f- season would be the Dragons game that they won. Oh, 29 to 2 or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. The full, then this is the other one yeah. they put full performance. I agree together, with that. I um, Isaac Luke killed a man. He did. I'm just glad that he wasn't cited for I'm anything. I'm glad they didn't. Because people like, he dropped on his head. I'm like, no, do you understand how physics work? He yeah. didn't drop him anywhere. Uh, he hit o- him in the chest so hard that he flipped in the air. It's only it's only a penalty if it's a lift. You can't yes, be penalised exactly. if the ball's in the air and you try and catch it. I also it. love the people saying he tackled him in the air. Like, fuck. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> think- Is it any wonder refs get so much hate when just so many fucking idiots don't know the rules? Yeah, I wasn't as impressed by the shit as everyone else was. In the end, it's a 60-kilo man jumping for a ball in the air. He got smashed by Luke. People like calling it the hit of the century. It's like, oh, no, come it's on. Not. It wasn't even the best hit at that stadium it's that like, day. I, I, I'm That's pretty true. confident that all three of us could have put that hit on, for example. Maloney yeah. is lighter than all of us in jumping in the air. Like, come on, not that great. Hmm. But I, it was I still a good enjoyed hit. it. I still enjoyed it, definitely. I enjoyed it. And as he is a bully for a reason, Isaac Luke saw the, the, the prey <laughs> and gave him, gave him a serve afterwards. He came down from a great height. The best part yeah. was it was a penalty against Penrith afterwards. Yeah, because <laughs> I picked well. the ball up in front of where Maloney dropped it. The uh, the comms completely not understanding that was quite good. But yeah, I, I think as you alluded to at the start of the show, we might have slept on Penrith a little bit in terms uh, of the final series because they, we, I mean, I know they were Bookie's favourites, but mm. we expect, we all tip the Warriors, I think, if I remember correctly. Well, I got they, zero this week in the tip, so. You got zero? Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. I, got, I, got, I only got one, so I can't mm. talk. Um, yeah, they... Blew them off the park. They were sensational. With Tony's Lesnar, I don't. Oh where man, does, where has this been all year? Where? Do, what, what happens to Dylan Edwards next year? Does he go to fullback and with Tony's Lesnar goes back to the wing, or yes. what happens? Yeah. Well, I think the weird thing is they moved Peachy to fullback a few weeks ago. Wasn't that bizarre? Because DWZ, now Peachy was fine there, but DWZ, you were saying earlier in the year was fantastic. You were you were right on the wagon, Bungard at fullback, and he was great again in this game. I think Dylan Edwards goes back there just because it's better for the team in general. Like they haven't got a, a great right winger because they're losing Crichton as well. Anyway, they're so. losing Crichton. Yeah, he's not very good. Anyway. No, but they're, he's That's going. It. But they haven't so. got someone in that spot. And DW goes back out there. Yeah. But it certainly raises an interesting question for his future because I'm not sure Edwards is a better player at fullback. No, but... no, I'm not. I think they're both kind of good in similar ways, and I'm yeah. not sure Edwards is better than DWZ. Like, you know, it's not like Edwards is bringing ball playing in a way that DWZ yeah. isn't good. I mean, I don't, ball, I don't know ball. either of their contract situations, but if I were either of them, my head could easily be turned by getting fullback money at a club that needs a fullback yeah. because I think they're both good enough to play first-grade first fullback, and obviously you can't both do it. Unless uh, Penrith deploy a two-fullback system next year. I though. mean, that would be bold, to say the least. But they do have a young coach, and we never know what these young thinking outside the box, Alto, But... um. Yeah, that poses an interesting question for next year. But this year, do we think Penrith can go on any further than where they are? Right I think now? they can win this week. Yeah, for sure. And then too. you know what? Who knows? I mean, they won in Melbourne. I know. Look, I know it was a depleted team, but they won yeah. in Melbourne three weeks ago. There's they no did. reason they can't do it again yeah, if they did. get through this. Well, week. they got out of this game. It was. I think it was also Nathan Cleary's best game of the year too. They got what they wanted out of yep. Maloney and Cleary. That was a great one-two punch. And, you know, there's all the things that Maloney does on a f- football field that can take away from his game, you know, the, the missed tackles, the penalties, whatever. But you see what he brings to a football side in this game. And it's like, you know, there's not many great halves going around currently. And I wouldn't put him in the pl- halves I've seen in the last 20 years as one of the greats. But in the last 10 years, he's certainly up there alongside, like just below Thurston and Cronk in terms of his ability. Oh, his consistency is what, his ability what gets him to, in there, to drive to, to march a team around the park yeah. and he's good kicking game and he's control. I mean, not many of these young halves these days from the MYC era have any idea what what they're doing. Whereas uh, Maloney goes out there and just bosses the bosses the game. I can't wait for Panthers fans to vote him into their team of the half century next year. Yeah. 
and then uh, promptly turn their backs on him instantly <laughs> when he leaves the club. <laughs> uh, did, what, what are your thoughts on Chad Townsend saying Moylan's got more X factor than James Maloney? Whatever well, the fuck that means. What, Chad Townsend is a deeply cooked man, so <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry for his loss. Yes, I do believe Moylan can turn up against Newcastle. <laughs> <laughs> This isn't the X factor that we're talking I'd about. Blow them off the park, but yeah. Okay, uh, I thought Matt Moylan played pretty well against the Roosters, but we'll get, we'll get to that. that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yes. yeah, you know, it's one of those things that the Warriors. You can be happy with this season, but it feels like what could have been without. They just didn't have the whole. You didn't have that that spine and tohu fit. Yeah, they just exactly. never seemed to have any games. That you know, if you win, ladies. if you win two more games throughout the year, which you probably do if your team's fully fit, you get a second chance and a home final. So mm, yeah, and it's like last week again, they didn't have Blake Green all the week before. They didn't have him, so they come into this game, they finally get them all fit. That they got the four, the big five of their team on the field, and it lasts twenty odd minutes. So yeah. This is great, fantastic for them. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Penrith played their very well for for most of it, and we mentioned last week, and Bungard wrote a bloody article on it that. People need to stop reading way too much into the form of the, the, the first the four or five weeks leading to the finals. When you're there, a good side, f- finals football will motivate them. You don't care about who the coach is or whatever. Finals football motivates players. And it mm-hmm. happened in this game, happened in the Dragons game. They turned the fuck up. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And I mean, this is putting further pay to the theory that like Hook couldn't have gotten to this point. And that's what we said, remember when he was sacked? We said, you know, they're, they're playing with house money at this point when it comes to the coaching situation because Serraldo is the... G- I mean, if they failed... Serraldo wasn't, you know, they didn't have the cattle on the park and now Serraldo's the guy because they're playing well. Do you think that performance, let's say they have like a brave close loss this week, do you think that's enough for him to get the gig full-time? If it were me, if I was running the comp, uh, if I, well, sorry, if I was running the club, if I was running the comp, I'd send it to Perth, but that's different. Um, if I was running the club, I, look, I'd have to think long and hard about it, but it depends on who the other options are because there are two or three names out there that I definitely wouldn't be giving it to. My answer is no. I wouldn't give him more than a year. This How far do I have to get for you to, if he makes a prelim? Again, I wouldn't give him more than a year. Mm, it's, okay. it's the same thing. We've had this before with some coaches. They come in and, and, the, and the boys play well for eight weeks. Yeah, but, and they get re-signed. Like it happened to the yeah. Warriors with McFadden, for example. Like you can't be yeah. tying your boat yet, to, in my opinion. Yeah, no. But I just... The only difference between past situations and right now is that this hasn't happened before. Yeah, the in finals the finals, team. you're right. Yeah. And, and so, it, with a team if the team, if if he gets them to like a, you know a golden point loss this week or, or a prelim loss this week or a grand, even a grand final, like what happens? I don't know. I don't think you can. My my I don't thing think there you is can that make is, the final four. If they win this week, mo- I don't. Is he just motivating the team? Sure, but yeah. like I don't, I can't. I'd be pretty surprised if you could turn around after a team makes the prelim. Or grand final and be like, nah, you're not the coach. But, but I think the difference is like, I'm not saying it's easy or anything, but it's like coaching this period of the year is not a full NRL yeah. season. It's not the preseason. It's not getting motivated for the, the down games throughout the year. It's, this is the easiest time of the year to coach. Are you saying he's a cup manager? <laughs> that was going to be my suggestion. But it's like, is, this is like coaching for the World Cup. This is the easiest time to coach. This is yeah. the kind of, yeah, if it's like World Cup coaching, if you're like 70 years old and you just want to do part-time coaching, you'd love to do what Serrano's doing right now. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, this and is what like Tim Keynes' 30... dream would be to turn up around 24 and take a tight side over, you know? That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Put, write that down somewhere next year. <laughs> Put a pin in that one. We'll come back to it around 23 keep, next keep year. We'll keep that one on ice. Alrighty, moving on. Speaking of pe- putting people on ice, Latrell Mitchell. Is that a racial comment, though? No. <laughs> wow. 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 Jesus Christ. Okay, Jeez. calm down. Oof, I thought he was SMH worker <laughs> over here. Gee whiz, Delroots. Eastern Suburbs, 21, Cronulla Sutherland, 12 at Moore Park on Saturday night. Uh, yeah, look, Easts. Okay, fine, cool. Hey, this is a better game than I thought it would be. Yeah, I agree with I that. thought it would be scrappier. I, Even though look, the scoreline doesn't suggest a lot of attacking rugby league, there was some good plays in my, this game. My, my thoughts out of this game were, 
the Roosters scored as many points as I thought the whole game would. Like, <laughs> yeah. I genuinely thought this would have been like we joked 14, about it last six. week, right? We said like fourteen ten yeah. last week or something. But, um. This is this is what I, I know that it's a cliche, and I know that a lot of people said it, but like this is what they bought Cooper Cronk for. Like he played okay, he did the one thing that they needed done. That's that's all he's got to be there to do. You know, that's my hot take out of this game. Yeah, it is, and I know a lot of people saying, "Oh, but Mitch Pearce has got him prelims before as well," and it's it's very true he has. Mm. But that what happened in this game is nothing. Something's not in Mitch Pearce's wheelhouse whatsoever. The yeah. moment they got that turnover, Cooper Cronk is telling the boys we're kicking a field goal this yeah. set. If you watch it again, that said, he's tell- he's planned that set, goes down there, and takes about four days because he has all the time in the world <laughs> once he steps the first guy and nails that field goal. That was locks, great. Locks their spot up in a home prelim. And yeah, that's exa- I know it's you said it's a, everyone's been saying it's a cliche, but sometimes cliches are right. That's why mm. they bought Cooper Cronk. It and it, it, on the moment he turned up, and we'll see in the prelim if that if the opportunity comes again if he can do it, but. Right now, then and there, that's why they bought it. I mean, the word is that Luke Lewis is actually still running through Paddington. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Lord. but this this game was one of those ones like it was. This was a good finals encounter. It's like mm. there's moments of this game is why the Roosters won it. You know, the, the Sharks Mitchell's had try saver. Yeah, well, go through, yeah, yeah, the Sharks had uh, Ricky Latelli pass it over Fecky's shoulder with the try line open. They bombed two tries. They had Val Holmes part of, throw a terrible ball to Josh Dugan. You know, when they're just down, and then they had. Uh, Lachlan, uh, sorry, Latrell Mitchell, fantastic try saver on uh, Luke Lewis in that moment. You know, not a guy we know. We know he's not noted for his defence, but turned up at the, in that moment and and mm. you know didn't save the game for the Roosters, but stopped any sort of comeback at that moment. For, yeah, for and it's plays like that that we've we've said it, but on here before, it's plays like that in, that inspire your teammates to make other plays yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's finals footy. Eh? It's yeah. just like. Two great teams, good teams hammering it out, but the few moments the Roosters players made the right call on their yeah. end or got a little lucky, bounced it their way, and they, and they won the football game. I mean, one of the, the, the Cooper Cronk's try, for example, another one, just that moment, just it went the Roosters' way and they came yeah. out on top. But. Uh, the, one of the big moments that, I mean, we are talking about moments, big yeah. moment, Wade Graham's knee injury. Firstly, I felt physically ill. Secondly, as soon as he went off, I just thought, this is going to be a hell of a lot harder. We've spoken about how he runs their edge in attack. Mm. His kicking game, while wobbly sometimes, is quite good uh, for a man of you know a man of his position. Um, but yeah, yeah, as soon as he went off, I was just kind of thinking, mm, this has just gotten about 100% harder. Yep, I completely agree. And uh, he has been tied to Matt Moylan's form almost. He's had, Matt yeah. Moylan's played well with Wade Graham, but not very well without him. Graham does really marshal that left edge. I think that's a massive loss for their premiership hopes. And mm. it's yeah, I'm not I'm not going to put a, pe- a line through them, but I'm pretty close to it without Wade. There, it's, if the Patriots can win a Super Bowl without Gronk, the Sharks can win the grand final. <laughs> like, without Wade and not not necessarily just in attack, but like he's effectively Matt Moylan's body armor. Yep. He, oh yeah. He he does so much more work to cover that side in defense. He does so yeah, much more work in, going I think forward. Trouble this week. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we speaking about that earlier. My my point was going to be that you know maybe maybe the Panthers had played their grand final, played played their big game, but like <sighs> the, with this out, they're a red hot chance. The reason to win. I don't agree with that is because they had this Warriors game in the rack the moment two of us went off, and yeah. on the scoreboard they had it in the yeah. rack by halftime. True. So it's not like they just went through a war. Yeah, and I also mm. don't think the sh- I'd also never put Sharks as a top four side. No. To get me, I didn't think I they were a step above the bottom. The, the rest of the teams, I don't think they're a step above Penrith. I think they're at the same level. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I, I think that it'll be a good contest this week. We'll do that when we preview them. Yeah. In this game as well, the Roosters did well to win this game. without. They're already missing Dylan Napa, but they lost uh, Takiaho after eight minutes. And I know Napa hasn't been great this year, but that's two of your your, your top three middles you'd pick yeah. if, you're, if you're Roosters coach, for example. But they had Zane Tedavano come off the bench and play f- over 50 minutes and absolutely bossed it. And it's a big pack to step up against. You know, he's take, That's Fafita, Pryor, Gallen and Woods that he stepped up against and played a great game. So I thought he was one of the ones, you know, Ted Ivano, not really someone we want to be rapping, for, but he had a fantastic game for them. Is one of the reasons for me that the, that the, uh, the Roosters won the game. One of the other things out of this was this this game to me was perfectly suited to Aaron Woods because, my God, the ruck was slow. <laughs> I mean, he looks at you like a cat that doesn't want to go for a walk. Yeah, Dead set. Yeah, he is on tropical holiday on top of the ruck. Did you take is. a cat for walks? My point exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, um, but even despite the, the ruck being slower in this game, it felt like I still I really enjoyed it. Like mm. I'm quite surprised. I, I don't usually like watching the, these teams yeah. play footy, but just the fact they they did duke it out and there was some breaks and and some moments. It was it was a good a good football contest. Uh, would you have thrown a flagpole onto the field at any point? I would not have done that. Would you have done that? No, not no. that kind wasn't of game. It, was it a flag? I thought it was one of like those sticks from those inflatable balloons. Yeah, that's that what I thought out. as well. But it could be a, you know one of those. Doesn't really matter. Just the point don't is, throw things at don't people. Don't throw shit on the field, yeah. you gronk. Yeah. And, uh, Chad Townsend, shout out. He's getting those stupid, most underrated player in the game raps right Ooh. now. But good Settle. game in this game. He yeah. he turned up and mm. he's maligned. He's one of those guys that sits in that place that you know Sharks fans don't want to be tied to him forever. They will always want, they will always want better than Chad Townsend. But it's kind of like it's, is it a Dalton line of halfbacks? Kind you know, of, it's yeah. like if you got better good than call. Chad Townsend, you're pretty happy. If you got worse than him, you got to look for another halfback kind of thing. Did he was he the halfback when they won the comp? He was. I mean. Like, sir, come on! Show some respect to the best yeah. player in the game. I mean, come on! You know, back in those back back then, I was begging for the Broncos to sign him, for example, to put yeah. him alongside Milford. He's not a fantastic halfback, but he's like solid. Does his job, and, and but he stood up in this game a bit more than that. And he, as you said, Moylan was was not too bad either no, for, for Matty Moylan. He's been okay. He's mm. been okay. But yeah, yeah. Want to move Chooks on? Rolling. Tedesco, by the way, as well, just. He's just an insane man. <laughs> he's very good. First, he's just a yeah, ball of energy. First finals game, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's mm. it's he made the most of it. An NFL running back cliche is like lightning in a bottle. That's yeah. Tedesco That's... sometimes, but he just like just gets the ball. Doesn't know what he's going to do sometimes. He runs around in circles or whatever. But just I like watching that him play when he when he's feeling. He, it's he... it's like he he's moving he's moving faster than obviously moving faster than everybody. But he's seeing everything. Yeah. In super slow mo, like he, not necessarily all the time, but there are sometimes yeah. when he'll go through a gap or hit an offload, and I'm just like, "What is happening?" But yeah, I thought he had a great game in this in this one, and and he's uh his ball playing came a bit more to the fore in this than it has in the past as well for, at the Roosters, so that was good to see. Yeah, hmm. mm. move on to that one next week. Alrighty, Sunday afternoon. Lang Park. <laughs> Put the music on. Brisbane, eighteen. St George Illawarra, forty-eight. Holy shit. Ah. Uh, Hello, darkness. <laughs> wow. This, uh, look, as I said, I got zero in the tips this week because I, for once, betted with my head. Well, not betted, but but uh, tipped with my head. Uh, yeah. Look, Dragon 13 Plus would have been paying about $2,000. I was paying 15 bucks from yeah. memory. The, the good news for us is that if we didn't lose by 50, so there's still a chance. <laughs> That's true. You can still win the comp. You can concede 50. Concede 50. Losing an elimination final? Big didn't the hopes. <laughs> but... <laughs> What did it get? C fifty. Who was it that said uh, Raiders need to lose four, uh, win we four of their last zero? Yeah, four of their last one. That was our. I think it was that Nick Kempton. I don't yeah, know. Of course it was. Who else yeah. would say something four, so ridiculous? Four of their last one. I'd give this the game an eleven out of ten. Yeah, look up. 
I mean, what do we say? Dragons, no, not many predicted it. Some did give them a chance, but they turned up and they, they wound the clock back to what they were early in the season. They were physical. Uh, the back row, you know, particularly Frizzell, Tarek Sims and DeBellin really set the tone for the Dragons. And even when they were down 10-2, I felt they were winning the physical contest. Yeah. You know, Nick Arima did have that break where he caught t- uh, Tim Lafayette out. With Tarek Sims Tim Lafay was through the def- through the attacking line. It was, line. Te- it was, was terrible, so far but on. even though they were down ten two, as a Broncos fan, I thought I th- the Dragons are winning this battle in the middle. Yeah. And well, they got on top. They kept they kept slapping us in the face, and this this happens to this young pack. We've seen it a couple times this year. The Bulldogs did it to them, for example. You keep hitting them, and they don't hit you back. Well, you get on top, and the Dragons got on top and rolled. Once momentum rolls against the Broncos, they don't know mm-hmm. how to swing it around. And uh, that's it. They they absolutely killed him. Yeah. Uh, I I'd, I yeah. Look, five combined injuries in this game. Some really important players for both teams going off. But yeah, lo- losing James Graham early for the Dragons. I, I think he's a better player than Joe Offengawe. But I think losing Joe Offengawe for the Broncos was a bigger deal. If you get me. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You know, they lost James Graham. They just they just got back. What was it? Ten eight. They just got back to. I think they lost James Graham. It was yeah. the it was a kickoff returning from. Yeah, and they yeah, scored the next set without him ready. But you know, they kind of already got on top in the forward battle by the time Graham went off. And then they had Blake Laurie and Jeremy Lattimore come on. And Lattimore has played well in the past, obviously. But that was definitely for mine Blake Laurie's best game of his career. Like, who even is this Blake Laurie guy? Well, he's, he had young raps on him for a while, but it's just one of those ones. He came on that game, and he don't know what he said to somebody, but he got inside the Broncos players' heads. Uh, he was he was making Matt Lodge very angry, and which made me very happy. When the game was on the line, they weren't trying to do anything to him. It, but when the game was over, it, all the Broncos idiots to line up to try and take his head off, and, yep. he, and he handled it well. But he definitely got in some people's heads. He mm. was fantastic. And then, yeah, the guys who are like, Jack Bell held together by tape in this game and some form of Vaseline or whatever they're rubbing on. I'd half be very time. surprised fantastic. if he plays this week. I know yeah. he's been named to start, but... Mate, just... Shoot him full of cortisone and get him out there. I think they'll yeah. do the same thing this week. He was he was sensational. And I mean, what can you say? Tarek Sims by far for me the best player of the weekend. Like yeah. a back rower dominating a game to that to that extent doesn't happen very often in rugby league. Like you know, we talk about the Dylan Napa game still for Dylan Napa. We talk about Sam Burgess's best game. We talk about Tamalolo's game against the Broncos in the finals. This Tarek Sims game for mine is up in that realms of yeah. of performance because even without the three tries. He was laying the smack down yeah. you know, on, the, on the Broncos' pack the whole game. Mm. He roasted your boy at the end there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, as, <laughs> and pointing to the scoreboard. Back and, yeah, like, he was fantastic. Yeah, I, Corbett Tims does that to the night, so everyone feels sorry for him. <laughs> that's, that's a fair point. Oh, we, we enjoyed it. surprise. We, we, we enjoyed it. Well, who knew? And unf- yeah, it's, it's unfortunate that I think Harry Ramage put this quite well, that Tarek Sims on this game played unlike he had at any time of the Knights. Corbin Sims played like he had a lot at the Knights. <laughs> and, uh, look, look I, I for one am just glad that Corbin Sims is getting these games out of his system so that when he comes to the team that he is now suspended against, yeah. uh, he can play well, hopefully. Yeah, it's unfortunate. He came on and he was he was he he had his red cordial when he came on. He was full of bees and uh, didn't turn out well for him, though. He, he fired up, but he made a lot of mistakes and... Dragons did something. I mean, we've been saying it, and many Broncos fans have been saying it as well. It's like, I never understand why teams don't run at Nikarima. They the just kept doing it. it. <laughs> they kept doing it. We didn't forget he was here. Sorry, guys. We're coming back. We're coming the, the, first, the first try, he like Sims gets the ball and literally bumps off him like a pinball. Uh, he, he hit him about eight metres away with his ass and then scores. And I was just like... Oh, we got so it. This is the game plan. Yeah, now. Nick Rima giveth, Nick Rima taketh away. Oh, he he gaveth a lot, <laughs> which is a shame because I think he did some really good things in he attack. He did, and it, it's just this was not was it not Nick Rima in a nutshell this yes. entire game. This yes, was a ten was. out of ten. Nick Rima, he, he's good when he's running. He got his ball in his hands. That, uh, 
Wow, hey. ball in his hands. Good in the opposition twenty, but he doesn't take over in a game enough. Doesn't do enough organising. Can't defend. Like it was just the whole Nick Raymond show was on. It was the show. it was an experience. He was they were playing the classics. We had Ben Hunt kicking the ball dead on fourth. <laughs> Early in a crucial game, that kind of stuff. No, but, but mate, that classics. was a great kick, don't you remember? Gus said great kick. Great the moment kick. It left his boot. It was going dead for the moment he kicked it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but you can see what he's trying to do. It was good. He's trying intent. to not yeah. kick it dead. Good intent. So, good, yeah, I like the intention. I like the intent. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But, um, How was yeah, his recognition? Like, Anyone? I mean, uh, look, the, the, one of the most players that best summed up just sort of the bit part players of the Dragons really stepping up to me was the Armour trial. Like, Lattimore made that great run, got a quick play of the ball, and Armour, like, he got up so quickly that Armour really just had to get the catch the ball and crash over the line. Yeah, and Lattimore was, like, went close to scoring. Off yeah, that play, exactly. anyway, and and I think that I I think that I tweeted that they, they were... those two blokes have twelve tries between them in like three hundred and fifty <laughs> first grade yeah. games. It was crazy. Like the Dragons were just sort of getting over the advantage line basically every play for mm. yeah. for a time there. It was and, insane. And I, the... I I can't imagine that anyone like even if you were one of the like ten percent of people I'm guessing tipped the Dragons. I can't imagine you thought it was going to be anything like what we saw. This is one of the most unexpected finals results I can remember. Well, that period from the not the, from the, about the 18th minute so till the, till so half the time, hour mark the, yeah. the the Broncos kept giving away third tackle penalties or fourth tackle penalties yes. down the Dragons end let them down their end and then just cracked every time mm. and you know it's people look at penalty counts and think oh that was 9-7 whatever but this is one of those great games it's a great example of when the penalties happen they really matter because yeah. the Broncos should have been given penalties away in their own end there was a couple times before the first uh, the first Sims try they had two great play the balls in a row. They had Sims, sorry, they had Frizzell smash one on his edge. Yeah. Nabell and smash one in the middle. Two play the balls had the Broncos reeling, and no one in the Broncos team had the foresight to just lie on top of yeah. Nabell. And 10, 10 2 is the perfect score line to be giving those away. Yeah, because yeah, they never lie can on top of him. But no, they could, we can see that one. Okay, fair enough. Then the next one you just mentioned, same thing. Should have Someone just needs to hold this lie, lie on there. But mm-hmm. that's, like, like sure, up. it'll be 10 all if you do that, but fuck, he's definitely going to score if you let exactly him get up. Exactly right. And it's one of those things I've, I've said before this team this year, there has been a lack of leadership in moments, a lack of someone stepping up and taking control. That is that moment. And yep. people will blame halves, they always like to do, but that, you know, Milford and Nick Rima, or Boyd as another playmaker, not there making that tackle, holding that guy down. The yeah. forwards had to step up, and they didn't. 53 missed tackles. That's a lot. Yeah. Oh, not it good. wasn't great. Yeah. And once they got rolling and the Dragons kept... They didn't make any mistakes. They kept the foot on the throat. They, they got well on top. I and think then, that was the, the most impressive thing as a Saints fan was the lack of mistakes. Just like, aside from Hunt kicking the ball 18 fucking yards dead. Yeah. Um, he was good after that, though. Yeah, yeah. He got it out of his head. <laughs> He had a he had a side No, like it, there wasn't any just like dumb dropped ball. There wasn't like somebody getting smashed in a tackle and spilling it. There wasn't you know dropping a ball over the line or d- passing over somebody's shoulder like we saw from the Sharks in the yeah. earlier game. They took every opportunity. Yeah, and I know it's a cliche again, but like finals finals games are you have to take the opportunities when they're presented. And whether they're diving over under the posts at to make it what was that ten all, or you know scoring a ninety meter runaway try, kicking oh, the ball mate. into the corner. They made the right call all, all game. All of the right calls. And, and then, you know, you had a Widdop go off, which is unfortunate because if, if that looks to me, that's end of their season. We said that earlier. Yeah. Already. I think that, but it's he big, was. It's a big problem. He came back in and I was surprised by how well he played just because, he had, you know, injury like that. Obviously, it was still raw because it dislocated so easily, but I was very surprised by how well he played. And they looked just looked like they flicked straight back to the first 10 rounds of the year yeah. and the team went well. And Ben Hunt did step up in the second half of that game and. Credit where I know they're up by three scores, and Broncos will say, "Oh, you only turned one up by three scores." That is true, but there was a moment there that the Broncos were coming back in that game, and Hunt you had a couple yeah. of good kicks that you know he caught 
Darius Boyd, not out of position, but he caught him. He caught him in the wrong spot twice with good downfield kicks, which is not Ben Hunt's I mean, game you, Dale, when, it, when they got it back to, what was it, 36-18 or something, and then Widdop got hurt, there was a small part of you must have been worried, right? Uh, not as worried as you would think, but purely because we were like 25 points up at that point. Yeah. Sure, but when they got it back to, like, it wasn't a done it deal. Was, and then it they, was, they still had the, they, they did, they had the sort of, it was the kind. It was the kind of thing, and you know, it was like the two-minute drill in the NFL. Like if you're yeah. only down by six points with you know two minutes to play, it's too short. Like yeah. that's how it felt. It felt like yeah. there's yeah. half an hour, twenty-five minutes to go in this game. That's enough for us to like cough up the ball several yeah. times down our own. And then end. you had yeah. that mini slump for five minutes, and then you snapped out of it. Yeah, yeah. And, and then... yeah, we made some mistakes in that period. The Broncos did, and then Dragons are back on top. Yeah. And then yeah, people can miss me with wanky on about that last forty. Great forty twenty, right? But come on, he, he was up by yeah. eighteen when he kicked it. Let's calm down on that forty twenty. Yeah. Like, but good, he, good vision had a to good say game. it. But he did nail it, though. Again. He did nail it. He did. Oh, I mean, yeah. It was 30-20. 30-20. But it's like first tackle on your own end off a scrum. It's not doesn't have much of balls when you're up by 20-odd points yeah, in a I final guess. kick. It, you know? I think that was more of an FU to Brisbane and it the was. fans than anything else. I'm surprised that one didn't Well, yeah, the man who said he missed Brisbane this week. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it was an FU to us. Hey, Ben Hunt and, <laughs> ben Hunt and fucking the Broncos in yeah, finals games. It. Name yeah. a more iconic duo. But, yeah, the Broncos forwards got messed up and the Broncos bats couldn't do anything about it. I know people are like happily to get run all over the halves and hammer Milford in this game. He was bad. He was he, bad, he was but it's bad. like they, they, we got messed. Mm. What are they? What is everyone else supposed to do when the team got messed? And then Corey Oates is clearly hampered too. By the way, he just stood on the wing. I don't know like, if he should have been playing. No, yeah, neither. No. Like the ball that he dropped is like, are your legs okay? Like, yeah, they're clearly not. And then, uh, yeah, and I'm sure even if he was broken, he would have still turned up against Seattle this week. That's his tradition. <laughs> but that is true. But I was true. so it's it's quite I'm no, no disrespect to the Dragons, Dale, but the moment we lost the Storm, I was like. We're going to go out in straight sets. I have to deal with this prick's smug face on Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Oates is going to score six tries. The world is ending. Now, instead, we get to play a Dragons team that's barely walking their best players yeah. out. Kurt Mann's in the halves. Well, if you can't win this game this weekend, Souths, then... Yeah, it was quite funny. Post that first game, uh, Storm Souths, me, me and Campo were talking on the couch that night and said, geez, you'd be lucky, you're happy to be Broncos or Dragons playing how hurt this South side would be next week. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, sorry. The other team who played on Sunday had a six-day turnaround, and both of them got monstered. Yeah. Yeah. South's got kind of like, no one's hurt. Even Gi, who someone tried to actually rip his yeah, arm well, out, because well, during the game you thought Gi and Reynolds were going to come away with something. They came, they well, that's classic Reynolds, though, isn't it? It is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you've come out. Debellin is hurt for the Dragons. The Widdop is out. So interesting to see how they go. But and we don't know if James Graham will be cleared to play. Right? I don't know. Yeah. In the end, I'm not like people think I'd be jumping off the Harbour Bridge. Whatever. The Broncos they lost. They hadn't faith in this side early in the season. Obviously, I'd hope they do something. They were when they caught fire, but um, in the end, I'm pretty happy with how the boys turned the year around, and we'll see how they go next year. Alrighty, we'll move on yeah. to the semi-finals. We'll tip the games, women's Shut. games. Uh, I thought we'd do them at the okay, end. Okay, oh, well, okay, no, okay, we can do it now. Yeah. We'll do it now. We don't really have a running yeah, order. A quick chat at women's games. Alrighty, women's games. East of Suburbs four, New Zealand Warriors ten. Um, we saw somebody get smashed into literally a million pieces. There was some absolute. Mate, there was some bell ringers. We we spoke about this. I think it was a few weeks ago talking about how we were worried that the competition wasn't really that well organised. Firstly, hugely successful first game, like really showed off the quality. And secondly, God, the quality was there. Like even I had going <clears throat> before I drove home to watch this game, I was kind of thinking, you know what, this game might suck, and that's <laughs> going to be terrible because it's like this is the first. Club game that's been televised, yeah. to my knowledge, in women's like, rugby league history. I think people know us well enough to know by now at this point that if this had sucked, we wouldn't sit here and be like, oh, you know, politically they, correct and be like, oh, this was brilliant. No, they this tried, was enjoy- genuinely enjoyable. But like, you had a lot of very good players out there. Queensland 
and New South Wales representatives, a team full of uh, Kiwi, <coughs> women's Kiwis players. And uh, the Roosters have like 10 jewelers. Yeah. Like they're all, like they're a good enough, play- there are enough good players in the comp now and the comp is small enough to foster this talent. And I, I thoroughly enjoyed this game. I thought it was quite good. Pickles about to fall off the bed, which quite could also be quite humorous. But yeah, uh, East got up in the first game. Oh, sorry, Warriors got up in the first game. Uh, good try from Isabel Kelly for the Roosters. We do enjoy that. Um, my favorite part just, of um, the Warriors women just monstered the. And Nessa Nuasala is she related to Frank? Paul? She's Frank Paul's si- there you uh, go. sister. She killed several women. <clears throat> uh, big fan of a the first player to score in the new in the NRL women's comp being. A gay Polynesian woman with a face tattoo. Yep, and, Big the, fan. and her her wife was playing in the hubs. Her wife was finished the game with a ball, if I remember correctly. Smashed someone right at the end of the game. Yeah. Oh god, she did too. She, yeah. I think that was Isabel Kelly again, actually. Mm. Yeah. The, so yeah, the, the Kiwi side have lost plenty of the, you know the actual Kiwi reps play for yep. other teams in this competition. Yeah, Roosters and Broncos but, have a few. Yeah, and like Honey Bill, or Honey Hermes, Hon- Honey Bill Williams, love over it. at That's the Dragons, game. but they played physical and they got on top here. But this game, I thought, in comparison to the other game, we saw. I think we saw the best side of the competition of the women's comp play in the later game. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Brisbane thirty, St George Illawarra four. Uh, it's going to be as as we as we learned in the the men's game earlier in the weekend. It's quite hard to play without a halfback and a hooker. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, but this um this, this Broncos side in this game, they, they were, I was very impressed by some of the, the shapes and the shep, like, shep plays they pulled out. Yep. Chelsea know, Baker was excellent. Yeah, and I know they benefit from having Brigham Shaw and Baker who. Are, from the Australian spine. They'd yep. have Caitlin Moran too, but she's, she's injured. But uh, them and uh, Brittany Braley, I thought were fantastic. Yeah, Braley was awesome as well. Their spine was just great in this game. Yeah, And they've got the Kiwi back row and Foto Maialo and Federica, who are quite good. And then off the bench, so um, Arakua, I don't know, how, don't know how to say her first name, I'm not going to try. She scored a try under the post, if you remember that, but she was physical as. Yeah. I thought the yeah, Broncos team, 30-4, to four, was pretty reflective of the dominance they had, and I think they'll be hard to stop. Yeah, the... Sam Bremner did some good things to the Dragons. I thought our, our girl Honey Bill Williams played pretty well. She yeah. gave poor old um, Cuck a, a nightmare. Yeah, she, she gave her a bath. She, I think she she ended up with like about ten missed tackles. So, yeah. Um, yeah but she is unfortunately a, a, a very good player in. I think easily the weakest of the four teams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's some you know there's some talented players like Kesey Apps is there too, and uh, as you said, Sam Bremner is there, and Honey Bill herself is a fantastic player. But they just they, I think that's the weakest side as well. I think, yeah. I think we'll let it come, come to well, the and, and not just that, but they haven't played a trial game. This that, was their first game together. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, you could, yeah. and you could tell. As, yeah, as a Honey status. Bill was uh, still on fire, but <laughs> no support. Yeah, I, it's, it sucks. I just really wish South were in this. How the Roosters get a team? What a joke. Maybe next year, mate. Look, in the end, I've actually, like, I think they've done the right thing. I said at the time, too, yeah, getting no, good teams at the start. Like, the AFLW cutting two teams back now, aren't they, from eight to six? Uh, no, they're putting two more teams in. Oh, they're good for me. But like starting small is the right way to go anyway. Build onto it. They've got four quality teams. Mm. We'll see how they go. And, I, and I spoke about this with Mary through the week, but like the NRL have done exactly, as you say, have done exactly the right thing. And now you've got a comp like AFLW who are going to a conference system because of course that makes sense. I don't know if this is right because AFL in general confuses me as a concept. I'm not sure why it exists, but... I watched AFLW, and to me, the NRLW seems of a much higher quality. Yeah, already. I, and, and as you I said, mean, we're probably, not... I mean, we're probably not the right people to judge because we don't watch well, AFL. AFL but... shit quality. <laughs> well, that's my point. And, and the stats prove it later. We'll talk about that in the news. <laughs> that's true. They <laughs> do. Shit. Cop that, you nerds. Go eat a potato cake. But honestly, this looked, this looked far more polished and professional than the AFLW to yeah. me. 
Well, I mean, we're not taking two players off to make it more, to flow better. So I mean, they did cut the game by 20 minutes. Shut though. up. <laughs> 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 that measured 40-30s. <laughs> yeah. No one kicked the 40-30. What a well, joke. Yeah, they didn't even try. Came close. Came close. There was one yeah, that came close. But, uh, but yeah, I thought it was a, a better quality than I expected, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Uh, games this week, East versus Brisbane and the Dragons versus the Warriors. So look forward to those bloodbaths. Uh, Alrighty, we'll pick the semis. Carl Sutherland versus Penrith. Friday evening at Moore Park. Second last game at Moore Park. Thank God. Uh, alrighty. Moore Park's fine. It's fine. I'm sorry. Uh, give me... Oh, this is going to be a tough one. Uh, the Sharks are favourites, but only just... Uh, obviously, no Wade Graham, which is going to be a big out for them. Uh, Kurt Capel back in. I thought he's been quite good in the last few weeks, but he's been named in an extended... Oh, no, he's 14. There good reading. Go. Look, mate, I'll do the reading. You do the something else. Insulting, uh, Dale. <laughs> good at that. Give me your tips, lads. Uh, Sharks and I'm Panthers. I'm going to tip Penrith. I'm tipping Penrith as well. Wow, look at this. I'm um, also going to tip Penrith. From, never, from from last year, the man who never tipped them ever out of pure spite is now tipping them in a must-win second-week finals game uh, against uh, the Sharks. Yeah, what a uh, what a reversal! I think surely Jesse Ramian plays if he's fit. He's he's in the twenty-one. Yes, but uh, I, I, that way Graham out is massive. I don't. I'm not big on Scott Sorensen in there. And uh, if uh, I don't know, I have no faith in, in Penrith winning this game. No, I'm just picking them just on base of Maloney and and, and playing like he did. Maloney last week. is a winner. And Jay, uh, Wade Graham is a very good player who's not playing. Yeah. Mm. If, if you told me now Ramian was playing, it might change my mind. But um, yeah, Penrith. It'll be close though. It'll be good. I, this should be. This should be fine. Yeah, I'd be picking the Sharks if Maloney was. Sorry, if Wade Graham was still playing. Yes. Yeah. And uh, if Maloney and Moylan hadn't switched teams. Yeah. Well, if they switched before this game, we picked the Sharks. They switch back. Then yeah. That was going to be my next point. Is this? This will really see who. I mean, this will tell us who won the trade. Rugby know. league. That, like that was right the main, these stories, the mate. biggest off-season sort of transfer storyline was yeah. these two guys switching clubs, and now we'll finally get to see who the better child is in direct athletic competition. Fight, fight, fight. My fight. suggestion oh, yeah. is they have a physical altercation, and there are other couple of switches between these clubs too. So they've got Luke Lewis history there, and Tyrone Peachy was one uh, Penrith poached back. You know, there's a few of those things going around there. But more than versus Maloney will be. We'll, it will be like the ticket gates out front of Moore Park. Yeah. <laughs> cool. one side of the ball. No, as I said, team. it's going to be like the Simpsons, the hockey yeah. episode of the Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. If, if James Moyley ripped the head off Matt Moylan's childhood toy, Matt <laughs> Moylan would cry. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, South Sydney versus George Illawarra on Saturday night at the Olympic Stadium. <sighs> South's heavy favourites for obvious reasons. Well, uh, yeah. The Dragons are missing, you know, most of their players. Well, we're so only technically good. missing one. Yeah, well, most we didn't of the t- well, sorry, if you count sorry. Paul Vaughan. We didn't most of the team. Zach Lomax was good. We've been calling yeah. He was my pick for Rookie of the Year. Terrible Ooh. pick. <laughs> that, <laughs> that's interesting, by the way. The people, oh, you and Aitken might play. And I was like, well, Lomax wasn't really a problem last week. But well, hey. Yeah, I, I think Lomax... Well, I think Lomax is a state anyway because he goal kicks. <laughs> I think it's kind yeah, of... Yeah, good fair point. Back. Yep. So, but he's, he's named a place. At, but Kurt Mann in for Widdop. Widdop's out. Shoot me into the sun. Please yeah. and yeah, Debell. I think Debellin will play, but he won't be 100. It's a bit different when you get on top of the South Pack. The fight comes back at some point. Yes, you know Sam Burgess is an insane man, and it may come. He may make mistakes, but he'll always go down swinging. And the Broncos didn't swing yeah. back mm. at some point. I'm pretty sure he still topped the meter count on Friday night, as bad as he was. At some point, the South will swing back, and they're not going to allow you know Lattimore and Laurie have the day outs they had, and they're not going to allow the back row to get on top of them like like they did on the mm. Broncos. And I th- if they don't have a Cody Nicarima to run out in the defensive line. They don't. They don't. You know, and 
Reynolds, for whatever his height is, has always been a great he's, defender he's, for his yeah. size. You know, he has he gets run over like any half does some occasions, but it's not the same level as Nick Arima is. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, and I think South, you know, they'll be fresher, they've had a bit of a longer break, yeah, uh, and and a, more time is always good for when they've had guys like GI and all that coming yeah. back, and so I just think I they'll mean, be fresher. And two, two more days rest. Like Mate, they played well last week as well. Yeah. They'll be, they'll be, they know they lost. But they played they well. Eight last days week. rest. They have a massive chip on the shoulder from last Friday. Yep. They've got no injuries compared to the Dragons having several injuries. Um, I just don't see how you can make a case for the Dragons winning this game. Yeah, and uh, yeah, this feels like this year's finals now feels like 2015 to me. That I think the teams from the round one being Storm South will play off again in the in the grand final, just like uh, Broncos Cowboys did. And I think the result will reverse as well, as it, sh- as it rightfully should. But I'm, uh, Wouldn't that be something? Yeah, I, I think South can go into this game smelling some blood in the water and, 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 and go home comfortably, I think. You know, mm-hmm. just, just don't do a... Just don't do a... Uh, what year did Parramatta rest Nathan Highmarsh? Yeah. Don't do that. Don't rest Sam Burgess. <laughs> that would be ballsy. It would, wouldn't it? What yeah. year was that? They did that, right? Imagine that happened now. 2008? No, it was... Oh, was it Cowboys? 05, I think. Could have been. I think it was 05 when they played the Cowboys in a prelim and got towed up. Mm. Doesn't matter. Anyway. Uh, give me Souths. Sorry, Dad. So I said that last week and... You did. We all, we all know what happened. Well, look, I mean, I would have been shocked if the Dragons had won last week, but, like, I didn't think it was... Wouldn't have been the most shocking impossible. result ever. No, whereas this yeah. week is about as... It's pretty close to impossible. Mm. Famous last words by me, but mm. hey. Yeah. Like no, no, it was massive. But come on, I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> it's it's big. It's the biggest out possible, really, for them. The captain and best player missing a semi final. Yeah, mm-hmm. great. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh no, it's Simi Redradra. Redradra's away. Simi Redradra. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh yes, it will. Yes. Semi run run run. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Alrighty, news time. Uh, so Latrell Mitchell got what he deserved, and somebody <laughs> threw a balloon stick at him. Yeah. For one game. Pin suspended for one week, uh, which was kind of what we expected, to be honest. But yeah, you know, got what he wanted. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I mean, we don't really talk about this one that much. Right? Everyone knew this was a suspension. Yeah. He was getting suspended, and he just had to take the, you know, take his shot because it wasn't going to cost him another game if he, yeah. if he lost. It. Interesting. Yeah. Do you think they would have contested it if it had been an no. extra ten points? No, maybe? I don't think so. I don't, I don't, they would I don't either. I don't final. Uh, yeah. There you go. There's that news. Any the other major works. news? Um, system works. Well, we may as well. Our rugby league player association awards are tonight, and again, the players are stupid, just <laughs> like everyone else is. <laughs> Uh, the wow. rookie of the year is Victor Radley, and their player of the year is Callum Ponga. I Hang t- on, what? I too am drunk at work. Yeah. Well, the first one makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, uh, and, no, there it is. This is one of the ones... Um, Radley, really, for rookie of the year? Well, didn't they pick... Was it to avoid it? No, they gave Tedesco the player of the year last year. And I'm a Tedesco fan, as, as you guys are as well. But his last year was, last year was probably his worst club year. Yeah. And he got... Yeah, so players, just like everyone else, they're idiots. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't, Caleb Ponga. Yeah. And then the other one is the what? NRL um, is outrating the AFL. Like, on average, it, it already had been for, for a long time, but now cumulatively, even if you add all their games together, NRL has more viewers than what AFL an, does. What an L. They have an extra game a week. 
They do. So the the NRL has done it on that level, and then they have about six hundred eighty thousand, I think, average free to air viewers a game to yeah. AFL's three hundred something thousand odd, and then mm. the same with the pay TV, they're about double. And then they've also had a hundred eight percent increase in uh in viewers on the digital pass. So the NRL has boomed. I use the direction. digital pass because it's data free. It's great. Yeah. You're you're a Telstra customer. I am. You yeah. get it free. That's good stuff. It's, and it uh, but that just you know and it's most... data free as well, Dale. That's mm. the best part. I think the thing is, at, at NRL's crowd, sorry, viewership has, has stayed the same or grown a little, but with the way people are moving away from watching TV, AFL's has dropped 12%. Like, NRL's bucking trends in media currently, and then it's good to see. But, you know, people are still wins about the crowds too, but on top of that, the crowds are up this year as well. You've got yeah. the, the boost the Dragons crowds are had, Warriors crowds are had. You know, I know winning helped, but Penrith had a crowds boost as well, and they weren't exactly not winning last year either. So. Yeah. Game is in a healthy state, despite what some will tell. And you. as I think we mentioned last week, was it four clubs are turning a profit this year? Yeah, like that's that's a big deal, and not a lot. Well, I mean, some of them rely on pokies, but like that's a big deal. That if you've, if you've got a healthy club going, you know, in the back room, you're going to have a healthy club. Well, hopefully on field. Um, the the other point that I was going to make about AFL media is I'm, I remember when they first. Uh, put their like digital offering out, and you could only view it at 480p on a tablet, and it was at the size of a mobile yeah. phone. You remember that? That's it, mobile phone screening. Man, yeah. the NRL really dodged that bullet. Yeah, this isn't perfect either. No, I know, but, but it's better than, than seeing it at literally the size of your thumb. Yeah. Okay. What else? We got? Oh, injuries. Well, obviously we've got the obvious news: Widdops out, and then there's about four thousand people battling injury. Mm. So, I mean, they're all battling injury at this point of the year, really. Yeah, and now we've got the trial out for the prelim. Doesn't matter with the injury, but you know, that that still counts. Yeah. Uh, who else got injured? DeBellin fighting. Kate well, Kate Well's going to play with a guard on his ruptured testicle or something? I have a lot of questions. Yeah. <laughs> What's your questions? Why? Why what? Why play? Yeah. And then Wade Graham obviously <laughs> out for the, the season. Game. And I think uh, bad thing for Graham too is that he's probably out for half of next year with, yeah. the, with the way timing. Got more time to make Mercury hard cider ads. So, silver yeah. lining. Uh, but it'll have to be in an automatic. You can pretty True. much write off him next year anyway. People keep forgetting, but post-ACL, most players don't come back and play very good football. No, it just doesn't happen. Uh, so, uh, signings. Ryan Madison signed with the Tigers for three Great years. Great signing for them. Good call. Uh, I'm not a, I like Ryan Madison, but I know he, I believe he signed as an edge forward. I think it's dumb. That's not as great. Yeah. Mm. I believe that's the reason why he's moved, is to play on an edge and... Uh, Tigers have a right edge spot that's opened, and I believe he's gone there to play as an edge forward. They're could, be, middles. could be a long-term 5-8. Well, they we are, don't know. Perhaps he cuts some weight this off-season and gets back into the shape to play on an edge, but he's not fantastic there. Is. I think he's a great middle, so we'll see what happens, but yeah. I wanted to sign him. I'm annoyed. Oh, well. Yeah, we've been good for your middle rotation. I think so, especially with Jason Clark leaving. What other signings have, but I think that might be it. Um, let's have a quick squeeze here. Oh, yeah, also the Tigers. Sorry, South. Signed Bailey Sirenan and Kurt Dillon. Great. So who's that? Those yeah. aren't real people. Uh, they signed. Well, Dillon came from the Sharks, and Sirenan obviously came from the Tigers, as Eddie Sirenan does. Mm-hmm. And yeah, obviously you know about this. Sam Burgess resigned forever. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's never leaving again. Cop that sale, you jerks. Bath. Was it Bath? Yeah. Who played for Sale? Sale Sharks. Sale Sharks. Yeah. Who played for Sale? Uh, was that uh, Johnny Wilkinson's team? Maybe. <laughs> Did Ben Teo play for them? I don't fucking know. Actually, uh, no, I think he plays in Newcastle. Sam just played for Sale. No, oh, well, t- and Toulouse was Gaznia. Mm. Good chat. No, but Gaznia played for Paris. Paris, sorry. Yeah, from great Sons. jerseys, what I was saying. Yes. I have one of the jerseys in there. You do, you yeah. fool. And Toulouse with that overalls goes now. Yes. Sorry, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to hammer me with questions. Question time. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Uh... Let's save that one. Hardex has got a good question. We'll save it for later, though. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mr. Underscore S888, he says, 
somewhat. So he sent us a, an article here, but he's got thirteen thousand in ham consumed by a worker at, at Woolies. Oh, so, yes. oh yeah. Because I had this discussion. He worked at Domino's for uni. He's saying he ate his share of free pizza in two years, but he reckons no any of that figure. Do you reckon any of us would have eaten 13000 worth of product from a former employee? I was going to say yes. Yes, I did. For sure. Donald's? Six years. That adds up. Oh, you definitely did. Yeah. 100%. But, like, I had four years of the Drinks as well. If you, you drink, well, yeah. Are we, are we talking about, so was that the cost of sale price? That was going to be my yeah, next question. Yeah, of course. It has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah, because if it's the rate, if it, retail price, right? If it's yeah, not, if it's, it's not the wholesale the, price, no, no way. The, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because the drink syrup, the drinks at McDonald's, by the way, have the highest markup of it. Yeah, any like product. eight cents yeah. or whatever for one. It comes in, dude. It comes in this big sack of syrup. Yeah, we have the, we have the same thing. With yeah. Bar. Um, uh, but yeah, oh, I probably did. To be honest, I reckon I would have been close. Well, that that's two, that two thousand dollars a year worth of McDonald's working. You know, three to five times a yeah. week, every week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I had four years as a bar manager, and I ate food there every day, and I drank at least like five Pepsi Maxes a day. Yeah. And then on week, if I went there and drunk on weekends, I. Don't know how many bottles of Bacardi One Five One I gave me and my friends. Bacardi One Five One. Is that still a thing? Yeah, it is. Actually, so, uh, there's always going to be eighteen-year-olds, yeah, so it exactly will always right. be. A we thing. sent mojitos with it. Cause it why not? <laughs> but brown sugar can blunt the Dale? taste. But yeah, oh, I don't know about I don't know about that much. But yeah, my fair share. I used to be a deli manager, so maybe not thirteen yeah. grand's worth. But you know. So how did this guy get caught? What did he do? Somebody, one of his coworkers, complained that he'd been what a grass. Ham. But then how did they work out that it was the amount that though? Like obviously he didn't keep receipts for all the meat he's <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've actually This is a classic case of I didn't read the story either. I just saw the headline. I've actually there. scanned them all and uh, here they are in my scrapbook. That's not very smart. No, no. Yeah, I mean, come on. And um, but yeah, for sure. Definitely. Just definitely take it, at this point sure. to steal a cow, champ. <laughs> 13,000 worth. Just go yeah. to the store. several yeah. cows. Yeah, but uh, I definitely would have done that. And one of the good responses from Thought FB was that he probably wasted this amount of wages sitting on the can scrolling through Twitter. Oh, yeah. 100%. Way more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next question. Harry Ramage says, who's going to the Super Bowl? The Rams and the... I want to say the Ravens. You, they look so know. good. It's it probably the, the Patriots, though, the pricks. But that's what I said last week, right? Rams? Feeling good about the tip. Yeah. I'm getting back on my Chiefs. They're gonna they're gonna get there in, on the AFC. They look all right. They're gonna win every game, 35 to 30 at minimum. They're gonna be high scoring, but that's not a real pick. But I'm doing it for fun anyway. And then I'm gonna gonna say the Packers, but most likely they lose in an agonizingly way a week or two before the playoffs. When the Super Bowl, as always, when uh, Mike McCarthy comically mismanages a very elementary situation. Yes, yes. <laughs> Looks at his playbook. It's first down. Uh, run. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Must be nice for you on 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 Monday to benefit from a coach doing everything wrong in the second half of a game. Oh well, that's generally all of our comebacks are you from that. We only get behind by you can only get in behind by twenty points if you start terribly, which we, we do on a regular. He makes basis. a very good point. Yeah, well, it was a few years ago when the Packers were more dominant. Rodgers had knocks on him for not being doesn't have many comeback wins. Mm. You, yeah. And now we're terrible. We get plenty of comeback wins. It's great that he's good. Like we still a, we're a good team. I hate know, that stat. Yeah, oh, Matt Stafford leads the league in game winning drives in the last five years. Yeah, because he shit for like three yeah. quarters. And he threw four interceptions today, and probably should have thrown five, and he got hammered by Sam Darnold in the Jets. Yeah, like, yeah. There you go. But but in a few more weeks when he gets hammered, he might come back occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but okay, two well picks. Yeah, Packers and Chiefs for fun. That's not going to happen. Dale, uh, you like the Rams? Yes, I would love the Rams to be in a Super Bowl. There you go, just for fun. Can we get the LA LA derby? That'd be funny. But the Raiders are. <laughs> where's so the bad. Where's it Where's it being held? It's at It's at Atlanta, oh, yeah. isn't it? It's the Raiders, no, the Chargers. It's Atlanta, but yeah, they're yeah. also bad. Chargers versus Rams, and have the, no one like no one, no one get behind the Chargers. No, no one, one cares coming. The Chargers. <laughs> no, we're not going to have that. They should go back to San Diego. Oh, well. They should just go and, yeah, just get rid of them. <laughs> Kick them out. Aren't they always... Put, 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 put Josh White on, on, on 
putting his ass to the fire right now. Yeah. Aren't they preseason darlings? Every year we argue with Wise. Oh, but look at the roster. Yeah, and then they all get injured. <laughs> or they just get smashed by yeah. a better team. Perth Chargers. Get them, yeah. get them over there. Nine in a row, uh, the Chiefs over the Chargers. Don't mm. at me, Josh that, White. That's a lot of wins. I like the yeah. Chiefs, like Mahomes. Okay, um, next question comes from Brett O'Shank. They're building a Carl's Jr. here in Newcastle. Should he be excited? Carl's Jr. is quite good. It's not as good as Five Guys or Shake Shack, but no. it's better than In-N-Out. Yeah, it's... Um, Just my look, man's opinion. It's, it's like a better Hungry Jack's. I think that's actually that's a spot good, on. Yeah. yeah, it's not a not a lot not more like a McDonald's. It, it's like a better Hungry Jack's, decent burgers, and we have a higher quality of meat than America, so it's probably going to be better. Yeah, and I yeah, it's not too bad. I, I have Junior. had it. Since, I haven't had the Australian. I've one. had it since it's been here at the Brisbane airport, and it was it was pretty decent. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I still don't think you'd be replacing your usual haunts for it. Like you know, if you like a if you like KFC, for example, you're not replacing it with Carl's. What are the Jr. prices like? Because usually when the, this kind of thing, I happens, don't know. I was at the airport, right? So, oh yeah, I can't judge. You can't. It was, it was a expensive. forty dollar burger. If they're regular price, I'd probably go there over a couple you know, of places. I wouldn't go there with KFC though. For example, you know there are Burger King equivalent is you know Burger King has onion rings and on a burger. For example, yeah. Carl's Jr. has the exact same bloody sure. thing, but with more onion rings. They have the golden. Carl's Jr. is the one that's called nuts. something different in half the country. Hard- Hardee's. So, I love that. It's Hardee's. Yeah, it is. I don't know why. Do you know why, Dale? You usually know random... Uh, Carl Senior actually works maybe, there. Maybe, ah. it's, maybe it's the same kind of story how there was like a Burger King in Perth here. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they turned to the Hungry yeah. Jacks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Who knows? Um, next question. Comes from Shana86. Do you think the tide is slowly turning against the crisis merchants? It seems as though yep. they're getting seen for what they are and more people are publicly calling them out on it. Mate. Crisis Merchant Numero Uno got absolutely fucking hammered this if week. People, and it was fantastic. I, I implore you. You can find it on YouTube or on the NRL Reddit. Um... I implore you to go and watch it if you're listening to this. Uh, look, I wouldn't advocate watching Controversy Corner most of the time, but yeah. Buzz, Buzz goes on there with Bill Harrigan, Graham Hughes, and Blocker, and it's just eight minutes of him getting absolutely hammered, and yeah. it's great. If you end up making a million enemies, one day you're going to get all of them in the room. <laughs> one day they come back to you, and it happens yeah. to this one. That, you can yeah. only run away from them for so long, and you can strange. only talk shit for so long. I will long. say, like, ha- hammering aside... Blocker made some decent points in the show. Is it possible that outside of commentating games, he could be? Well, there is people like that, though, right? Like, yeah. If you can't commentate, like I don't, I I like Michael Ennis on panel shows. Yeah, I can't stand him commentating. Mm. Yeah, you know, so that's time to think about what he's got to say. Yeah, and and again, he's been a player. There still is value to that perspective in some things. It's not yeah. about like commentating a game. It's annoying when he compares everything to eighties, but when. You go in that situation, talking about Mad Monday, compared. Yeah. He knows what players do. He knows what they did. He knows that it's no worse. It's There's nothing. also like a six-minute clip of Matt Johns explaining halves play on one of the shows this week. It's also on the NRL Reddit. Yeah. I would it's good, people but to go it's and... uh, playing halves in the 1990s, people, so calm down. <laughs> there was, I mean, even Gal was like pretty good oh, yeah, this Gal week. Oh, yeah, Gal on whatever Channel Sports 9 show. Sunday or whatever it was. That was good as well. Yeah, I honestly do think it's starting to turn and that people have sort of had enough of this crap. Although, to be honest, like, I don't, like... I haven't spoken to a single person that has been like disgusted with what the Bulldogs did. I think a lot of people, people who I've spoken to, specifically, you know, older people, they have feelings. Um, <laughs> they're they're kind of like, look, it's not necessarily that this happened. It's that like we found out about it. Like, and I know that's silly, but all, all for me, the only issue is a there's a bloke with a telephoto lens out the front of this pub, yeah. and b it's not at the league's club with a keg. Just uh, sh- and shut, I, shut them away. I love the point that Gallon made, which was that like. A week earlier, these same people that were plastering on the front page of their paper that the Bulldogs were a disgrace and all that were celebrating Trent Merrin doing a nudie run. Yeah. At a promo shoot. Yeah. Oh, but they're so funny, though, nudie runs. I mean, they are. Yeah, but but, but then, but also nudity's the worst. Yes. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, and and again, as we said, like I, obviously, I don't condone the, the the actions of the Bulldogs players, <laughs> but like, condone. I don't condone it. I don't say go out and get your kid off. I mean, no, if, but if you like, want to in it, your own home, do it. it, it, it Supposedly, yeah. this was like sixty seconds. Yeah, and like those and guys the club officials make it every day. The, yeah. the club officials pulled them down and said, so to speak, pulled them down and said, put your kit back on. Stop being dickheads. Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying that the story shouldn't have been written, but yeah. like, it's just it's sick. If this it's was like, so if we were talking about our weekends and one of you relayed the events that we were photographed, it probably wouldn't raise an eyebrow with me. I was just like, oh, that sounds like a pretty loose weekend. But that's it. Yeah, I've got some terrible photographs out there. Yeah, I'm sure you do. <laughs> yes. I'm sure, we all do. But that's the point. That's the point, right? They got the biggest fine. Was it the biggest fine ever? It's the biggest off-field field fine. Yeah, that's ludicrous. Uh, and joke. it's a quarter of a million dollars. That's a lot of money. Yeah, but yeah, there is a bit of a swing coming back slowly. I think people get behind the crisis merchants because people when they go when they attack referees, they're still pretty like we're fine with them right here, but they're still a pretty common enemy for half the league fans. So people Good get point. behind them then, but yeah. when they can't attack refs, refs have been fine last few weeks. They find other things, and you attack clubs and whatever and. Yeah, fans don't want that shit. They're not here for that. No. They get over it. Um, Matty McP25, what was your favourite part about Sunday's game? Was it Murugaga out coaching Bennett? Was it Hunt out playing Milford and Grima? Was it Tarek out playing Corbin? Or was it where the Dragons really dropped a 50 burger on Brisbane and Brisbane? I think that question's for you. Is it? Yeah. Um, my favourite part is that Mary Gregor will be your coach again next year. You won't Ooh. be enjoying it as much. Fuck. He makes a good point. Mm. Does he? Mm. Yes, but uh, yeah. Look, none of those things are, they all, those things are all true. Mm. Okay. Uh, Mario Siegs, is there any great any greater example of recency bias and people describing South Coast Storm as the greatest game of the last five years? Uh, is this an attempt that people were talking the game up? No, you've nailed it. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. there's a couple of those Cowboys-Broncos games. Well, it's, like, you're going to have to go a long way to top those. I'll every, almost every Cowboys-Broncos like game first, for the last five the first years. Broncos-Roosters early this year when Osaka yeah, scored. That, that was yep. a good game. I think game. The, the best Broncos... We did this. We're not going to do it again. We ranked yeah. them once. I think the, the best one was the finals game the year after the grand final, right? Or the uh, regular season game. The regular game. season game. The one, after, the one after the grand where final. Where Milford kicked the field the goal from 20 metres. Yeah. The, mm. both the, the, the 2016 games were fucking amazing. They're, yeah. they're all good. But I mean, even the Anzac Day game this year was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, nah, look. The, the Friday night, look, it's impossible for me to judge as a neutral, so I'll defer to no, you it was guys. No, it was a cracking it's game. It's a great game. And, uh, but, but no, it's not the best game we've yeah. seen. No, I wouldn't have thought so. Uh, Matt Coleman asks, following up from Doyle's inspirational words of wisdom last week, family are temporary, premises are permanent. If you were Nathan Highmarsh, how many kids would you be willing to cash in for premierships? <laughs> Zero, one, or all four? <laughs> At least one. I'm sorry. He's definitely doing it. I'm sorry. You take you into a dark room. If you're Satan and you get Nathan Highmarsh down to a dark house, I don't he would even, admit it. I don't even need Satan. I don't even think you need that much temptation. If you give him if you give him one kid goes, you can have more kids. You get that ring and the jokes stop, Hindy. The yep. jokes stop, mate. I mean, the fat, jo- <laughs> the fat jokes don't stop. fat jokes stop, but the, the ring jokes stop. You've got it. He'd definitely take that. The, the ring jokes hurt far more than anything else they do. And we know, and we know every we know every parents has favourites. Everyone, we all know this. Like, and this is four of them. You're not gonna you're gonna miss one. I don't know if you like at that point. Hey, I mean, it's an economic benefit. It's less mouths to yeah. feed. Yeah, kids. Who needs them? Get out of here. <laughs> Great answer, punk. Uh, Manny P25. I was listening to a podcast last week, and one of the hosts said something to the effect of, "There were six teams who could win the comp. The one, the only ones I'd rule out are Pandas and Dragons. Can you believe it? That guy must feel pretty silly about that right now." Which one of us was that? Was it all? Uh, that was. I think we've all said this at the I last think that week, was but all I think of us. I, 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 that might be a quote of mine or Dale's. I think. But uh, Sh- also, shout to me. I am still happy to rule both those out. So fuck you. <laughs> wow, you heard it here first. I mean, yeah. to be fair, I mean the Warriors have probably more chance of winning the comp now than the Dragons do. So. <laughs> Ouch. Um, V8 Tiger. So, what is the best food test meal you've had at a sporting match? It has to be bought within a stadium. Uh, can it be? Can be any sport or country. 
Because the bar is so low. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, so fucking it low. Be, it is. But my um, best thing I had was Wisconsin cheese curds oh, at, at, in, uh, in Green Bay, obviously, at Lambeau. <clears throat> it was cold. Nachos out of a helmet. Big fan. <laughs> Big <laughs> fan of that. Because then you get to wear the helmet afterwards. Though. You <coughs> poutine, watch it first. Poutine at a Canucks game. That's yeah. a good answer. Random, I have an Australian nomination as mm. well. Okay. Random one. But at the uh, America vs. Canada hockey exhibition game like two years ago, okay. they had Canadian burgers. And they were like like 25 mm. bucks for a burger and chips. I was bought it and you thought this is going to be the worst burger ever. But no, it came out. It was like a restaurant burger. There you go. They, it, was, it had like four pieces of bacon on it. It had, it had a big onion ring on it. And then the chips had like your, your, your fancy like steak fry seasoning. That was yeah. a pretty good. I was pretty satisfied. It was oh, one of those burgers I would have had bought elsewhere. If you go to elsewhere. Sport in Baltimore, they've got that old day seasoning stuff. Yeah. So that put on fries and that stuff is. They've yeah. uh, the supposedly the the food selection of the SCG also quite good in the Northern Stand. They've got a few you know I, hipster shit going on there. I think the problem is like even though like there's a porto at the, at. Allianz now, right? But it's worse than normal Porto, and it costs more. Yeah, which same with the Domino's there. I think. I yeah. think there's a Domino's there, there as well. Is. That's it. And I get it being worse, but it costing much more as well is frustrating. But yeah. there is um most of the place. America mostly has edible stadium food. Some of the states yeah. still have bad it's, food, it's but fine, most though. of them have something. Yeah, it's good. Mm. I had oh, I actually had nachos at the um at the Rams game. Yeah. I was in LA, they and obviously, right. like it's LA's lots of Mexicans there. They, the nachos there were again; it was as good as nachos you're getting anywhere else. They also um, have people there, like they have, they make a, a Mexican hot dog, which is like a nice. hot dog. They wrap it in bacon, they grill it, and then it has um, then it has your peppers and onions or whatever. And they they roll their, their things around in trolleys. They put their little grills that's, in trolleys. That's awesome. That was at the stadium too. Uh, I had, look, I if you can't one, tell, I had a lot of food. At- <laughs> I, was say, I for one, I'm surprised that Mexico and the US are two of the most obese countries in the world. Yes. Hey, we're getting up there. Yeah, we're doing our that. best. We're coming for you, Tom. Where's our stadium food? <laughs> uh, V8 Tigers, next question. It'll probably be covered in the news, but thoughts on Tigers signing Madison? And what positions do you feel they need to bolster to be a genuine finals well, contender? We talk about Madison, but bolstering positions, well, they need a hooker. That yeah. is a significant Which issue. Which is, I mean, easier said than done, because there aren't many good ones. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Madison, I think, is a good signing, but I think it's a much better signing if he plays in the middle. Either way, if he's off the bench, you're happy that he can cover a lot of positions. And yeah. We'll see. He, he's, he, he's a really good... Uh, Ball carrier up the middle, but his edge defense is the, the issue with, with him on the edge for mine. Um, and his whole running, uh, in terms of what they're missing, hooker, it's pretty no, that's, obvious. That's the biggest problem, and they're missing a center. Yeah, I was gonna say, they their whole one one edge is fine, the other one's a mess. Yeah, so yeah, you're happy with Masters and Nofaluma yep. on the right hand yep. side, yep. left hand side, Corey Thompson might it will slot back there, you think, on the wing, and then you're like, oh, yeah, there's a big question mark there. Can Ryan Madison play center? Yes, poorly. <laughs> Can he be better than what they currently well, have? I don't well, know who they said gone, it is currently. So. Nagama's gone. Mm. Uh, it's Mahe Fanua currently. And then uh, they had Tane Milne, if you remember, start of the year, but that went awry. Yeah. So they have Southern got a left setter for next year, really. I think Fanua is it for now. But as as we know, the, probably the, the downs probably aren't worth the ups with Mahe Fanua. He's, yeah. As a starting player, anyway. But yeah, and Hooker. I don't know what you're going to do there, but it just seems like it's Farah and... Um, and Little next year. And like, I just don't, I like, Little's going to be one of those players that tears it up in New South Wales Cup. Like, he looks great every week in New South Wales Cup, but he... Danny yeah. Levi, mate. Same thing. It's the king in New South Wales Cup. Uh, hey, Mar- if Camper heard you say that, when Mason Leno still exists, uh, sorry. you would get, also, you would get those Also hands. New Brown. Oh, mate, Craig Garvey as well, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> true, true. Uh, Mario Siegs, if Buzz and Mole were both drowning, which burger would you eat first at Bar Luca? <laughs> oh, the blame Canada. Well, yeah, that's always the answer. Yeah. 
I don't think I've ever eaten any other burger there ever. I've gotten a few specials. Big Mac's quite good. Oh, I've they? had specials, sorry, but I don't think I've ever had like the Oh, regular. no, you never just get the cheeseburger. Like, and I remember I've been there once with somebody and they ordered like a regular burger and Idiots. I was like... And you try to tell them and they don't listen and then afterwards they're like, oh, that looks good. And I was like, yeah. It's like, yeah, yours told- just has lettuce and tomato on it. I was you, like, yeah, to- you told you. you. I told absolute- you that. <laughs> It's like when, I have to drown you. It's like when a good friend it. of ours who won't be named, who repeatedly tried to tell us Mary's was better without going to Balaka, and then and, who? then and then was saying that oh, that apparently the cheeseburger at Balaka is not as good as the cheeseburger. And he's like, well, genius, you're not going there for yeah. a cheeseburger. You're going there for the Blank Canada, which has one time out's Burger of the Year award last year. Delroots. Mm, there you go. And, and yes. And we talk about Baluka so much on the show. We do. Fuck, go if, there. If, look, if Baluka want to get in touch, mate, feel free. My God, I would sell you know, out. Mary's, so go to Mary's at Newtown. Go to one of the city. Go, go to, to the city one. Because the, the, yeah, yeah. the burgers actually, there aren't bad. It's actually good. Then, right? It's yeah. situationally, it's good. If you can go there, get a decent and shake. Sit in the park. Good shakes. Yeah. Sit in the park. Get your burger, chips. Sit in the park. Great. But waiting an hour for it in Newtown, not no, good thanks. enough. Hmm. Um, we've got a new number two, I think. Down and out. Down and out. Yeah, that's that's because they've expanded from being a little hole in the wall in a. In a like dingy pub across the street of Three Rose Monkeys, having their own own um like bar bar sort of thing on like a couple of doors down from They're where they used to be. Getting sued as well, aren't they? Like, no, that already know. happened. They, yeah. they they got thrown out. Fuck yeah. off! Fuck off! In and Out Burger. It's bad enough that you come here sa- once a year, saturate a whole coast of America thinking your burgers are good. And they come here once a year and people line up oh, for God. it. God, is there anything worse than Australians who think like, uh, it's it's not Australians? It's just people in Sydney. Sorry, is there anything <laughs> worse than like? Hipsters, I guess, is the like lining up for like of. an hour and a half for a cheeseburger. Have a just, word, just mate. Just take a fucking photo if you're 40 Instagram followers. My God, it's just embarrassing. <laughs> and then dab. Um, <laughs> dab. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, next question comes from. Uh, God damn it! Too many gifts. No, I'm terrible. It, at this. False. Why are there fly false. eagles that... fly gifts in our mentions? <laughs> yes, there's a fly eagles fly. Okay. Too uh, many, too many. TV TV underscore Huddocks asks, why do good girls like bad guys? I've no, it's good for a very long time. Girls, girls don't like guys. They like cars and money. We That's true. If there's one thing I know, it's that. Uh, I don't forget the second line. You, you say that good. It's it's very often a trope that good girls like asshole men, but there's also many a uh, man, uh, good man I know who like bitch women. Yes, I know many a people in a relationship that are under well under the thumb with a, with a woman that rides their back, and I know they're not happy. But what do you do about it? Yeah, and there's the same thing goes the other way. There's yeah. some people are drawn to. I don't know what it is. Mm. I, I was in a relationship like that too. I was I was dating an asshole as well, and it's like I don't know if just because you got you you're so used to having a parent when you're younger, you're as well, you, I don't know how to replace it. You're comfortable, whatever. But yeah. that goes both ways. Mm. That's it. Um, Are you looking for the lyric? I am. It was boys will laugh at girls, girls when, when they're, they're not, not funny. funny. Yeah, real real profound stuff, Joel Madden. Manny P twenty five. John Madden. <laughs> I said Joel. I, did, I, did. I definitely said good Joel. One. Good it's one, a good Madden thing 18. we're recording. So. Yeah, Brett Favre could both, lose both his arms, both his legs, and still be the best torso on football. Thanks, John Madden. Maybe P25. Was this week the ultimate Paul McGregor revenge game for being sacked by Wayne Bennett? Like, I don't know. I guess. Uh, I did enjoy, like, obviously you don't enjoy seeing your team lose, but Mary Gregor, like, being giddy in the box. Like, he was even so He was like, happy. what that is was happening? Great. I did enjoy that. He's up there, like, giggling like a school kid. That was good. Good on him. Who has it? Okay, Matty at P again. He's enjoying this week. That's is he really? <laughs> what a shock. Yeah, what a shock. Who's had a worse weekend? The Broncos, Serena Williams, or the Detroit Lions? Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> the Broncos will be back next year. The Detroit have signed and a Serena is a multi-millionaire. Yeah. She'll be fine. The, but, um, the uh, Lions signed a, a uh, younger Patriots assistant. It's, there was no way of knowing this would work out. <laughs> no, no, no examples. There was no signs there. Uh, Danny Boy, 1995, asks, Dragons fans show up and drove to Suncorp. In order to take them out of the game, should the Broncos consider taking games to regional areas? Good question. They wouldn't have travelled to... 
Ballymore. <laughs> uh, he said, how keen are you for the Broncos with the real comp, the WNRL? They probably will, right? Like, they look, to me, look to me, they looked by far the best team. Yeah, they did. I'm not going to put the facade up, though, that I really care. <laughs> that was fun. Um, given the NRL season ended on Sunday, can we at least have a JT level wank fest over the, how good Aaron Rodgers is? Oh, mate. Mate, he's a bad man. Joe Flacco outplayed him that's, this week. That's the only uh, only good thing Stephen Nash Smith. Actually, Stephen Nash Smith has some random Stephen Smith has some very good random rants, things. But his, his ongoing trope of Rogers being a bad man is a good one. Imagine if Aaron Rodgers ever got on the weed. Stephen, yeah, Stephen, the weed. A, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith would explode. Get off the weed. <laughs> How do we not have a Stephen A. Smith stay off the weed drop on the soundboard? We've failed so as a group. It's not a very Australian rugby league drop. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Get it for next week. We'll use it at some point. Stay off the weed. That should be our new hot take drop. Yes, it should. We'll have to fix your drop board. Right, though. fine. That should be a new hot take drop. Stay off the weed. Wow, we? Um, but yeah, Rogers was good. Yep, there's a take. Good take. Aaron <laughs> Rogers, good at NFL. Um, okay. Uh, Manny P again says, "What's been your best ever live experience at a game?" His was this past Sunday. As you said, "Best live experience at a game." You, was he not there when they won a grand final? Like I feel like uh, he lives in Bundaberg. Yeah, so. he's in. He's I mean, a... surely you just slept down to ANZ well, for a any, grand any, final. Any good fan yeah. would have. Oh wow! <laughs> um, <laughs> Too busy writing draft tweets and saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Look, uh, I. Oh, gee, it's really close, but. It's 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 probably South Sydney the grand final just ahead of Australia qualifying for the World Cup in two thousand five mm. second. Mine yeah. is so I've I've been at Broncos grand final third wins, Sydney right? FC grand final penalty shootout win. I've been at Broncos grand final wins, but at the point when I was in two thousand and six, I didn't appreciate how hard it was to win an NRL grand final. Right, so I didn't appreciate it to that level. So that best live game experience I've had was the Grand Bay Packers on Christmas Eve two years ago, seeing uh, Packers beat Vikings. And Rogers throw five touchdowns. Like, like I know it wasn't a wasn't a playoff game or anything, but still, it's it's a bit different. Like you know, I can't just go to those games. No, nah, dude. The first time you go to an American, I, I was going to include that first Ravens game I went to as well. Yeah. like just going is so fucking. Oh cool. yeah, you know, I've been watching the Packers and, for a long time, and, almost as long as the Broncos, right? So. Yeah, it's it's crazy just how much um, how much more they make every game feel like an event than yeah. we do. Like you know. We're going again and in how, November, and, and, and like, even we'll, how every every time someone scores a touch, and yeah, how much it's celebrated. Exactly. Like we're we're going again in November. We'll, we'll tailgate. We'll do the whole thing because it's fucking awesome. It's like imagine dicking around A and Z for three and a half hours before a game started. Oh, we did tailgating yeah. here once, remember? And they you had to pay, and it's like, pay yeah, to get yeah, in. we didn't do it for that exact reason. <laughs> Dale, do you have any that aren't rugby league? Uh, that aren't rugby league or, uh, or rugby league? I assume Australia winning the Asian Cup. Oh yeah, that's was okay. fun. Uh, that was fantastic. Uh, Sydney winning the grand final two that well was, two seasons that's ago right was, up there for me. That was crazy. That day. was crazy times. Um, the first time I went to Goodison Park was pretty special. That it was would a, be special. You know, it wasn't a great game, but like it was pretty special. It's again, the exact same principle. And going again with yeah. my with my partner this this year was quite good as well. But, uh, I don't want to blag okay. on. That's good. That's good. Well, it's great that my Wi-Fi dropped out. Asking, looking for the next question, which is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> uh, anyway, next question. Okay, it comes from TTV underscore Huddocks again. This is a good one I was saving, but he's he's he's, uh, he's followed on from his good questions the other week about, you know, how would you tell your kids about uh, Cansmith, et cetera, et cetera. Well, oh, this yeah, one yeah. is Billy Slater. How would you tell your grandkids about Billy Slater? Uh, you could, like, it just does, it's just, it's just so difficult to sort of, like, there was a play on Friday, right? Um 
if you can go back and watch it if you're asked any, anyone listening, but um, it was the play Kafusi smashed Sam Burgess and Sam Burgess spilled the ball, right? The Storm picked the ball up and he doesn't get the ball. But from out of nowhere, you what? Billy Slater comes from where he would have been at fullback because they kicked off and he would have obviously lingered behind. Billy Slater charges through where there's a gap yes. to try and get a ball out of nowhere once they've randomly recovered possession. Mm. And he doesn't get the pass, but he made the, this perfect run and he would have been in under the post if they'd given him the ball. And to me, he just is the most instinctive player we've ever seen. Like, I've I've talked Nathan Merritt's support play up ad nauseum on this show, but and I think him and Brett Stewart are second and third best support players I've ever seen, but Billy's number one and there's no one close. He, the way he reads a game is just... The way he reads where the ball is going and what's going to happen next is on a level with very few people that have ever played the sport. And and especially as a player that does not get a lot of the ball. Because like there are players who read the game exceptionally well, like I don't know, your Lockyers and your Smiths and like great players who we speak about on this on this show. But Smith's uh Smith, Slater's intuition without the ball I think is what makes him one of the greatest players. Like mm. it, it's it's said in a lot of sport that I mean I, I watch a lot of football and you you can see a, a player's kind of you know game intelligence by what they do off the ball. If you watch a lot of the game with it, like don't watch the ball during a lot of the game, you see a lot of where the great players are. Slater is a perfect example of that. Both on both sides of the ball, and the point that you make about that play is that like think about those players. Like he might make that run you know, nine nine times out of ten and not get the ball. But the one time that yeah, he exactly. does, he's got to be there to make the run. Mm. And some players, a lot of players, most players, don't see that play. They don't follow that play. They don't track it along the line. They don't necessarily think that the ball's going to come out. They're not there to make that play. He is one of few players in my lifetime that I've ever seen play who is right intuitively 99% of the time. Well, he, he's also one of the few players of this generation of greats, you know, Thurston, Lockyer, Cronk, uh, Smith that has been challenged, if you get me, because mm. at one point Kamaka Hunt was better than him, right? Yeah. And he took that challenge on, and he went and learned things about and, and improved his game, and he became a better ball player. You know, there was definitely ten years ago. You remember Billy had problems throwing the ball over the sideline every second pass as he's learning the ball play, but he improved that, and he took on that challenge. And he took Hunt's jersey before Hunt went to Union. He took that starting jersey, and Hunt went to the bench for Queensland. Then you know, ten years later, come back from from being two seasons out and out of the league. Darius Boyd is called the best fullback in the game in 2016. Misses, comes back in 2017, is instantly better than Boyd again and takes Boyd's jersey after one origin game, takes it back. Like, is not many of these players we consider greats currently have been challenged and Slater falls into that basket like guys like Alfie and Ricky were in the 90s. They, they fought for something and Slater was pushed more than those other guys. Been, there's been much more good fullbacks over the last 15 years mm. and he came out on top of all of them. I mean, he was good enough to push GI out of the storm as well, for example. Like, if you offered me at the time, if it was J.I. Billy, I said J.I. I thought, oh, Billy's going to go hit a downturn soon. And that was, you know, nine years ago. No downturn, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, like, uh, there are a lot of players who come back from injury, and Slater's shoulder injury, obviously, was significant. Like, that's a yeah. really hard injury to come back from. Um, And he has come back, not necessarily as a... I wouldn't go so far as to say better player, but he did not lose anything. He didn't. And he came back and he still improved things. He still he still improves now. It's again with all these great players. He's been kicking this year more yeah. than ever. He's been touching the ball more than ever this year because they've not got not got a half back. And again, when he came back at the club side as well, he came back off a year that Cam Munster at fullback got him to a grand final and he mm. came back and 
again, claimed his jersey and they didn't think, didn't regret it for one moment that Billy came back. But yeah, I think that the biggest thing for his entire career though is how he's just a ball magnet. That like his positioning is just like I'm not as much of a Billy fanboy as many others, but just the way if you go and watch him play live and you go sit down his end of the in goal wherever he's playing, it was as a, a young league fan as a, and I was growing my knowledge as 16, 17, 18, whatever. He I really appreciated watching him for that period because it just like he knew where the halfback was kicking before the halfback knew where he was kicking. He could tell where the play of the ball was, where the half was facing. He knew where the ball was going, and he was always there first. And even when he's lost from speed, he's still there. He's still there to catch the ball right yeah. in his chest on the run, heading the right direction always. Yeah. Just um. His positioning is probably by far the strongest part of his game. I mean, he he, the most expensive seats at a rugby league ground are on halfway. We yeah. all know that. That's where all the corporates are. That's why they're all there because it's supposedly the best view. But I mean, it's not it, to me. It is often underappreciated, and you know, all three of us have stood behind the goals at football matches for several years now and watched end on. But like, he is one of those players who, if you watch him end on. I guarantee you will learn something. Yep. Like, you will appreciate his play so much more uh, just watching him kind of maraud around behind the play and in the line as well. But I, I think that, I mean, he's he's obviously not going to be playing this year and we are going to... I think we're going to appreciate... He's going to be one of those players who we appreciate the loss of more than somebody like a Smith, for example, because, like, Smith's a fantastic player, but he's... Not as obvious missing. Yeah, he's he's not as obvious. I mean, and... Like there are so many plays of Slaters, and I don't, I don't want to wrap it on, but there are so many plays of Slaters in the last ten, fifteen years that are like all-time highlight plays. Yeah, exactly right. And um, I mean, yeah, he's already tried from the wing is a great one. But yeah. One final thing was well, I still remember going to a game at ANZ and watching from end on. I, it's, it was against South. When not they weren't the lowest there, you know, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, whatever. But there was no one there. But I was at that game. It was one of those games when, at ANZ that you could hear the players. Yeah. And my lord, he didn't shut up the entire game. And that's one of the ones that, again, I really started to appreciate what he meant to the Storm. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, Cam is the guy, but this guy's also the guy. Yeah. You know, he's at the back there yelling at his, at his team where they're going to be all the time. He's reading that game but it's just as well as Cam is. But, yeah, yeah. he's a great player for that stuff. But good question, again. Mm. Mm. Uh, and what was his other part of his question? And what happened at Coffs Hub with JT, etc.? He wasn't Ooh. following league much then. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, How long just, have we got? Just Google it. That's mate. a Google job, man. Yeah. Just Google it. I don't want to get caught up in, in all that. Mm. <laughs> this allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We have enough controversy on this corner. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, another week in the books, gentlemen. Thank you for another marvellous episode. And uh, I guess we'll see you in the next one. Go see you. Yeah. It don't stop. I guess, yes, y'all. It don't stop. Until the beat comes, there's a beat, a short shot. Come on. Come I met on. this girl when I was 10 years old. And what I love most, she had so much soul. She was old school, and I was just a shorty never knew. Throughout my life, she would be there for me or the regular. Not a church girl, she was secular. Not about the money, those stuff was my checker, but I respected her. She hit me in the heart. A few New York hearts had dinner in the park. But she was there for me, and I was there for her. Pull out a chair for her, turn on the air for her, and just cool out. Cool out and listen to her Sitting on bone Wishing that I could do eventually If it was meant to be Then it would be Cause we related Physically and mentally And she was fun then I'd be geeked when she come around Slim was fresh Joe When she was underground Original Pure untapped But a down sister Boy I tell you I miss her
Yes, yes, y'all. If you don't stop, set the beat, y'all. If you don't stop, yes, yes, y'all. If you don't stop, one, two, y'all. If you don't stop, yes, yes, y'all. If you don't stop, a conference, y'all. If you don't stop, yes, yes, y'all. If you don't stop, you act, yo. We gotta be the short shot. That periodically I would see. Oh, girl, at the club, sit at the house party. She didn't have a body, but she started getting thick quick. Did a couple of videos and became Afrocentric. Out goes the weave, in goes the braised bees medallion. She was all that tip about stopping the violence. About my people, she was teaching me. By not preaching to me, but speaking to me. In a method that was leisurely, so easily I approach. She dug my rap, that's how we got close. But then she broke to the West Coast, and now it's cool. Cause around the same time, I went away to school, and I'm a man. Up expanded, so why should I stand in her way? She probably get her money in LA, and she did stud. She got big pub, but what was foul? She said that the pro black was going out of style. She said Afrocentricity was of the past. Well, she got in the RB, hip house, bass, and jazz. Now, black music is black music, and it's all good. I wasn't salty, she was with the boys in the hood, cause I was new for her. She was becoming well rounded. I thought it was dope how she was on that freestyle, uh, just having fun. Not worried about anyone that you can tell by how her is hung, but yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop, to the beat, y'all, if you don't stop, yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop, one, two, y'all, if you don't stop, yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop, until the beat time, gotta be the short shot, yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop, yeah, get on, check it. I might have failed to mention that this chick was creative Once the man got to her, he altered her native Told her if she got an image and a gimmick Then she can make money And she did it like a dummy Now I see her in commercials She's universal She used to only swing it with the inner city circle Now she be in the burbs looking rocky, dressing hippie And on some dumb stuff when she comes to the city Talking about popping blocks, serving rocks and hitting switches Now she's a gangster, rolling with gangster bitches. Always smoking blunts and getting drunk. Telling me sad stories. Now she only works with the funk. Stressing how hardcore and real she is. She was really the realest before she got into showbiz. I did her. Not just to say I did it, but I'm committed. But so many never did it that she's just not the same. Letting all these goofies do her. I see her clamming her and taking her to the sewer. But I'ma take her back, hoping that this don't stop. Cause who I'm talking about, y'all, is hip hop. To the beat, y'all, if you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop. The mainframe, yo, they gotta be the short shot. Yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop. To the beat, y'all, if you don't stop. Yes, yes, y'all, if you don't stop. A one-two consensus is going to drop. I used to love her, uh, 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 uh. I used to love her, uh, 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 uh. I used to love her, uh, uh, uh. 